0: What Chris says. Chris isn't here. Yeah, Simple Chris fun. isn't here. He's MIA. I've got a little special gift for everybody though. Uh, when we go into the news segment, because uh, I didn't think about it until like right now, or uh, like right before we went live, I was like, I need to put this in there. So oh, I nice. So if Chris shows up, it's not the low Wayne shimmy gif that I used to use, <laughs> but it it is uh, something that is near and dear to both of our hearts. There you go. Alrighty. that
1: works for me and today's right. and today's gonna be a, a short one right
0: yeah so for people that are watching the podcast uh usually you guys get all the perks and everything this time the listeners of the podcast are gonna get the perks motherfuckers yeah uh we did a uh an interview yesterday we did it offline with a twitch partner by the name of phenomenon if you don't know who he is i believe eddie's gonna shoot that out right now that is correct uh Big uh, retro variety streamer. Like he plays a lot of J- uh, like RPGs and stuff like that. Uh, um, the dude knows so much about fucking audio, it amazes me. And I'm messaging him soon. Because I forgot... The one question I forgot to ask him last night, I was like, how the fuck do you get your fans and your air conditioner to stay on and then get them, get them taken out of the background? <laughs> yeah. That's what I should have asked him. Because I was like, I can't...
1: It, it, and I'm pretty sure it's, like, a simple solution, too, because, like, when he mentioned that yesterday and I was listening to the audio, I'm like, I don't I don't hear anything what he's talking about. Like, so I, I'm sure it's a setup. I'm sure it's probably an easy solution. Yeah. But, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Uh, I, It's for audio needs. He's the guy to go to.
0: Yeah, he's uh, definitely a really chill dude. I like his streams. Uh, big into taught me about virtual D&D, how, like, if your brain was always, like, I was always very like my imagination wasn't great. Yeah. So like I liked playing video games, that's why I wasn't really good at D&D. Uh, but he said the way that the virtual maps and like virtual D- D&D works now, it's basically like you're playing like a virtual game of the game you're playing.
1: Yeah. No, it was fascinating. So. It's an autumn on Steam and I'm trying to remember the name and we won't get into too much detail of what we talked about on the it's an hour and a half. so <laughs> It's it's an hour and a half uh, with everything probably edited and whatnot. It'll probably be still like around an hour to 10, 20 minutes. Um, but, yeah, you guys should definitely check him out. Um, that's a shout-out right there, Phenomenon. Um, he's a great dude. Uh, we appreciate having him on for the interview. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to uh, more future collabs with him as well. Uh, but, yeah, uh, hopefully if everything comes according to plan, you guys will be able to hear the interview on either tomorrow or Wednesday, depending on how soon I can get this stuff edited out. But, yeah, thanks again, Thank Phenomenon.
0: Yep. Uh, so, what we're going to do is let's go ahead and switch on over to our actual icebreaker because this is a big one. It's not this one. Hold on. The anticipation is killing everybody. I have to switch the window capture.
1: The so, anticipation is killing me.
0: There we go. There she be. And we got to fix your camera, too. There we go. Can... I'm
1: being covered by Chris.
0: Chris. Uh, yeah, we got.
1: Oh, yeah. See, <laughs> here's the thing. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking <laughs> talk <that> about. <laughs> yeah, it is. He's going gonna to hate me for That's, it. that's pretty
0: fucking good. Was... I, I, need, I need you to record that. Because <laughs> I can use that to fuck with him. There you go. <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah. Fuck everything. And I, that, and I bought a bunch of video games. So... Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> It was oh, nice. It, was nice, work. it was nice. It was nice being a part of the Discoverers
0: team, guys. Uh,
1: ah, well, fuck now. that! I'm one of the founding members. He's not kicking me out.
0: <laughs> this ship's going down with me if it goes down. There it is. All right. Why the hell is your face so big on here? Oh, there we go. It's uh, Zoomed in. I, know. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, but no. The the actual the really the only news article that we really wanted to talk about this week was Steam has announced, uh, and this. Everyone's calling it the Steam Killer, but Steam never came out and said it. Like they've not said anything like the we're Steam about to killer? trash talk. I'm sorry, not Steam Killer, the Switch Killer. <laughs> and uh Steam Killer was supposed to be epic, but fuck yeah. that noise. Uh but no, Steam came out with a handheld basically it looks like a Switch, but like on steroids is what it is. Like you got trackpads and all that. Anyway, we'll go down the specs of it. Uh but you can play all of your Steam games on the go. And not only that, it's also been confirmed that you could just wipe the whole thing clean and just put a whole clean install of Windows 10 on it and just yeah. make it like it's literally how they are selling it. They're like, this is a portable PC yep. is what this is. 100%. And a lot of people are happy about that because some, like a lot of people aren't because of computer parts right now, how COVID has inflated everything. A lot of people haven't been able to get the newer graphics cards or some people like me were waiting to generate. I waited. I didn't go into the second generation of graphics cards. I was going to go into the third generation and now I'm still stuck on a 1080 yeah. on my streaming rig. So, but this thing's going to be fantastic for people that are actually looking for like a quote unquote second PC because they can play their games on this and then use their main rig as a streaming server, like a streaming device. Yeah. So... You know, it's, it's, but,
1: it's definitely interesting, man, the way they're selling about it. Um, and we've talked about it briefly uh, offline in regards to it and how I'm kind of like, I don't understand the hype, but I get like why people are excited about it as well. It's kind of like I'm in between in the mixtures and all that stuff. Um, but genuinely, like after looking at some videos and research. If executed properly, yes. it is a hell of a device. It is a amazing piece of hardware. Um, and like you said, it's basically a mini PC because we've seen people dock it, run basically programs off of it. You can do pretty much whatever you want with it as if it were a PC. And you can get to play all the Steam games. And aside from the exclusives and stuff like that that you have on like the PlayStation and Xbox, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a PC gamer, why not? If you're looking for something a little bit more mobile and a little bit more accessible than a Switch, then why not? So it's, it's interesting. I'm waiting to see how it works. Uh, I don't think I'll be picking up anyone, any picking one up anytime (laughs) soon, but, um, I mean, they're not going to be coming out to like 2022, right? Which is relatively wrong.
0: (sighs) originally they said they were going to be coming out like a holiday season of 2021, but I really think that's going to be the base model. If anything, Yeah, that's going to be. So for people that don't know, there's three models. You've got your, let's go back to the previous screen. You've got your does it not okay? Here we go. You got your 64 gigabyte version, which is 399 dollars. You get 64 gigabytes of eMMC internal storage, which I believe is solid. That's not SSD. That's just really fast storage. Yeah. And you get a carrying case with it. Uh, for five hundred twenty nine dollars, you get the two hundred fifty six gigabyte uh, NVMe SSD internal storage. You get, of course, faster storage. I don't. I guess they had to put that there for people that didn't know what SSDs did. Button. Right. And then you, you got your carrying case, and then you have your exclusive Steam community profile bundle, which I don't care about that unless it's free games. And then for the third tier, you have your $649 tier, for, and it's a 512-gigabyte uh, NVMe SSD internal storage. It's the fastest storage on there. Uh, premium anti-glare-etched glass uh, screen, exclusive carrying case, exclusive Steam community profile, and an ex- exclusive virtual keyboard theme. Yeah. And what's amazing about all these is they have SD slots to expand the hard drive.
1: Right. See, the interesting thing about it, too, is just that like I understand the entry level, as uh, someone in chat uh, has mentioned it. Um, the entry level machine on this is definitely, in my opinion, not worth it. I would feel like the second or the third tier models are the ones that you would want to yeah. go with. Yeah. Um, uh, what ultimately worries me in the whole thing and i've said this before with the whole pc gaming and the setups and whatnot is that i feel that with pcs every time or every year i feel like there's something new that's coming out that makes the gaming and processing better uh for gaming on pc i wonder how well these games would run on this operating uh machine on this operating server or service. Even though, you're
0: talking about the, the 64 gig? Overall. just in general? Overall,
1: oh, okay. in general, yeah. Because that's what worries me. It's like maybe the first year it's going to run great. But year two, are we going to have to get another model? Like are we going to have to like upgrade something? Is this going to be like an upgradable mini piece? Do you know what I'm saying? Like does that make sense? Yeah,
0: yeah so uh, two things on that. Uh I think – so first of all, I see what you're saying. Like after a year, because like I mean sometimes – Your computer starts to slow down the more if you don't like do regular checkups on it and all that stuff. And there is some concern to be like, does this thing just going to slow down after a year? Well, I'm thinking that if you're just using the Steam app and didn't, like, wipe it to put a new OS on it and all that stuff, I believe that's probably going to last a long time because you're not going to sites and getting all these stupid cookies and... Downloading you know, these, porn uh, and
1: all that jazz. Uh, yeah, all that. Yeah.
0: Downloading it, uploading it, making it, yeah, all that exactly. stuff. So. <laughs> uh, but no, and then the other thing is, you said maybe just upgrade the... I see what you're talking about. Like, if I spent $650 on a PC, I would be able to upgrade it how I want right. it to. Or if I spent $650. It really depends on what you want it for. If you just want, like, for me, and I just want this. Like, that's what I want. I just want to be like, I'm playing Doom Eternal, and it's like, I know you don't care about it, but it's like, at you know, the highest, you know, 120 frame rate and all this other shit. I just I just want that, and God damn it, Nintendo! You pissed me off so much, with the fucking <laughs> Switch OLED that I love. That the pre-orders for the or like what was it? The pre-orders for this uh, came out like the day something released or something like that. I don't know. Like people are already trying to start drama between the two companies, even well, though- it's
1: it's it's something that on goes all the time. I remember seeing an image, and I should have I uh, should have downloaded it, and so we could share it on here. Um, but it's one where they show the Game Gear. And they're like, this is the Game Boy killer. And then they show the the Vita and they're like, oh, this Mm -hmm. is the DS killer. And then they show this one and they're like, this is the Switch killer. I, you know, it just, I think it's a, it's a genius idea. I think it can be great. We have to wait. We have to be open about it and see how it works. Well, if it does every, even if you get 60 FPS on a mobile machine at what 720 or 1080, is that what it's doing?
0: I would assume that it's going to be 1080 with all with the Edge Must Powers it's going to be in there. Then
1: dude, like I mean, you're golden. You've you've already won so much ahead. And I think ultimately what it comes down to is uh I had a friend who was uh visiting from out of town and she was like, "Hey, I really wish I would have had my PC here so I can play games. This is the solution to that."
0: Yeah. You know that what I mean? Great. Yeah. I well <sighs> So I wanted to go back into... Let's talk a little bit more about the hardware that it's on. Uh, it's got a 7-inch touchscreen, uh, so that's good. I was worried that they were going to go the route where it wouldn't be touchscreen. You just had to navigate through it with the controller. Uh, you got your trackpads on it. So not only is it like a joystick layout, kind of like the Switch is, it also has two trackpads that are underneath each of the joysticks. What I'm excited, too, about it has not only does it have your R1, R2, and L1, L2 triggers... Uh, and bumpers you also have l3 and l4 down here by like where your in where your pinkies and your ring fingers would sit on the controllers and uh but no i mean it looks great it's got gyro controls i don't the gyro controls look a lot better than the switch gyro controls do i will tell you that right now (laughs) (laughs) it was it was real Ugh, but no, I'm excited for this. The it's got so much. Like I, I'm a, I mean, I'm a storage whore, so I'm really happy that I went with. It took me two hours. I finally got it. It Steam servers were fucking bogged down. It was rough, but I will give Steam this. They went the extra mile and kept the a lot. Well, not all of them. Like some of the scalpers and the bots got in and got their copies and all yeah. that shit. But just showing that chris and i were able to reserve ours is much better than the playstation 5 and uh 3080 well not only that but
1: it's just like in the time that it took like you were able to do it on the day of within a reasonable amount of time that you had so it could have been like yeah you could have been spending the entire two hours you could have been checking in every 10 minutes every half hour every other hour but the fact that you were able to get one says a lot compared to everything else I was laughing because there was other people that were just like, "I'm just trying to get on Steam to download something and blah blah blah," I <laughs> and I'm just like, "Look, let people have their thing, have fun." I think it's one of those that like, like I said, I don't, I don't plan on buying any. I, I will pick up an Xbox Series. I don't even know if I'll pick up an Xbox Series X. Let me be real about that. Let me oh, be, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me be real on that because as much as much as I'm doing the whole like. I just like having a console so that I can put the game in and not worry about it. This PC that I currently have does the laptop that I have right now does just that just fine. So
0: there you go. Um, uh, going back to if it will be successful, it ha- it depends on two things. It depends on how well it runs the games. Obviously that's going to be like numero uno. It has to deliver at PC levels yeah. is what it has to do. And second That Wi Fi gotta be real good.
1: Well, why is the Wi Fi? It's not a cloud gaming service, it's an installed into your system. So Wi Fi. Right, but if you're playing
0: online games. That's true. Because you can play online games through Steam, like everything has an online feature. Streets of Rage has online. Yeah, you're right. Like all that stuff. So the Wi Fi has to be better than Nintendo's. Yeah. Because from what I saw on it, you cannot hardwire this thing unless you can get a dongle, like a USB dongle, and it works that way. Well, it apparently has a LAN on the dock. And the little uh... I didn't think I didn't see the LAN on the dock.
1: Hold on, let me go back and look. Either way, yeah, no, you're absolutely right though. The internet has to be reliable. And I mean, I don't know. Like I can't say. I mean there is no there is no control for this right now, right? Like there is no the the testing, they didn't test this out before. This is essentially their first system that they're doing, so I mean we'll see. Hopefully.
0: Right. Yeah. So here we go. We're looking at the schematics. They have the tech specs on the website. You can go to steamdeck. Steam dot Com, and uh, it'll show you everything. So it shows you got your D pad. You got a view button. You got your thumbsticks. You got speakers, trackpads, all that. Uh, on the top, you have volume buttons. You have a headphone jack. It has a fan port. It has a Type C port. So that is your only – it has no USB. It has no LAN port. It has – that's the only thing is you're running everything through that C port right there. But what, from what I also saw in the videos, they were – they had this outputting onto a monitor, and they were using a mouse and keyboard w- with it.
1: But that's when you ins- we put it on the dock, and which is apparently sold separately as well.
0: Oh, that's true. Here's the yeah. dock right here. The dock has a USB-C cable to Steam Deck, so that's the connection there. Yep. Uh, you have a display port, your HDMI port a power in ethernet okay well i'm going to have to buy the fucking dock too so <laughs>
1: <laughs> but even then that's still pretty good to have on there like i said it gives the option of being i just having that portable pc i feel like it's going to do wonders for a lot of people just the pc gamers and i say this respectfully have to get over that you might not get the quality that you would on your personal pc but it's still something better than nothing at all
0: well, I mean, okay, so I'm not gonna defend the PC master race or anything, but what I'm, I believe most people that actually know about their PCs and know how PCs run, they can look at the uh, what's installed in this thing, and they will know like, oh, this game should be able to run at this, yeah. And if the game doesn't run at that, then that's when they're gonna get pissed off. Me included. Yeah. So I'm just like, why is this thing chugging at 30 frames per second? When it has this technology in it, and it's not, it shouldn't be doing this.
1: Which is going to be upsetting if, like, the majority of the games are
0: chugging at 30 frames per second right at the get go, which could be a possibility. It's be, yeah, yeah, which could be that, a possibility. That was that's a third factor. Yeah. That's a third. Well, no, that's part of the first factor. The games have to run well. That's what it has to do. Like the games have to run well. If there's chugging or anything like that, especially with the high end model. Uh, I mean, depending on the game. I mean, it's, they're showing off Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal is one of those games that you usually you use that game to test how well your graphics card can output. Really? I know yeah, they used to you used to use Doom, you used to use Crisis. There's a couple racing games that you use that yeah. are like de facto like you run these and this is what is like good to the go. highest your graphics card can do. Like and it shows you like all the sh- like the specs and shit that you can pull up and all Installing that. Installing Doom
1: Eternal now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean you can do tests like that, and they'll show you, like, you turn everything on the highest. I mean, I can't run, like, even on my 1080, I can't run Doom Eternal on the settings I want it on, which are the high settings, yeah. and stream at the same time. I had this cockamamie way where I plug my laptop in, and I'm able to play my games on my laptop, and it's basically my laptop. I'm going to have a third PC then, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah no, I get that. What's What go- goes back to the whole thing, like I was saying, that I don't mind having a console and a capture card because I'd rather have it not running off the laptop and doing its thing on its own i have streamed a couple of games i think um without ever having to tweak any of the things and stuff like that off the laptop but we're getting off topic regarding the steam deck here i like i said as long as it works well and people are happy with it and it it proves to be the the powerhouse and mobile the all-in-one mobile device i mean dude at this point If you can install programs and stuff like that, who's to say that you can't add movies and images and other apps and all this stuff to it? Dude,
0: it's running on Linux program. This thing is going to get jailbroke like a motherfucker. It's not even jailbreak. It's just using the... Like, that's something like you would do with Nintendo. Yeah. Like, you don't have to jailbreak here. Steam came out and said, like, you can wipe it and do whatever the fuck you want with it. It's yours. Yeah. So... That's crazy. I mean, I'm excited for it. I didn't fucking get a. I, I wasn't able to get a PS5, and I wasn't able to get a 3080. But goddamn it, I'm gonna get one of these. Which so, one did you
1: uh, reserve? The uh, six...
0: I got. I got the yeah. I got the high tier. I'm, and then I'm probably gonna put like a terabyte SD card in it or something, or maybe. Uh, what did I get? I got the five twelve. I'll probably put another five twelve SD card in it so I can have a terabyte of hard drive or space. Yeah, which I think would be pretty good. I'm pretty
1: sure at some point uh, Chris had said too that, this, that he was gonna uh, give these away during Christmas as stocking stuffers for us too. So just
0: <laughs> he said <laughs> he said if they end up becoming like the Steam co- home console did. Yeah, so... right. <laughs> <laughs> Little stocking stuffers, uh, which even then that dude, case is nice. Which
1: which even then, let's let's be real. Let's be real. If this does end up becoming the same thing as the Steam, the home Steam machine or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. I would pick this up, like, in the future. Yeah. Yeah, like, I would pick this up as something like, oh, look, here's a
0: portable PC that I can, like, have with me. Well, shit, I was going to say something, but I totally forgot what it was. Uh, Oh, that's what I was going to say. I don't think they should have gave... They the someone said in chat that it was bullshit that the dock's not included and I agree with that. I would have rather have a dock over a carrying case. I could have bought a carrying case myself. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, I don't think it's gonna go that route though. I don't think it's gonna be as bad as that because the re. So the thing is with the Steam Home Console when it came out, everyone said why, like why, 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 and it was also still at home. Like why could I not? I just hook a PC up to my living room TV and then we're good to go. Right. This is a totally different ball game because it's the first legitimate competition against the Switch. Yeah. And like I said, in every if, sense, it's always it, in every sense. Yeah, if it, if it performs, it's going to do wonders. Is it going to be a Switch killer? Of course not. And you know why? Because Switch has games. Yeah. It has games that the Steam doesn't. It has their first-party games that people buy the Switch for. I bought the Switch for Mar uh, for Breath of the Wild. I got Mario Odyssey. People have bought it for that Animal Crossing. All those games that aren't going to come over to the PC, that it's not going to kill the Switch. I was having, yeah, I was having this conversation with a friend
1: because he's been wanting to get. He's been like texting me and telling me um, for the last couple of months. He's been like, "Dude, I'm ready to buy like this twenty three hundred dollar PC," and I'm like, "Don't." Mm -hmm. I was like, "Don't. You don't. You don't need it." I was like, you don't, you're you not going to play games on it. You're happy with the PlayStation 5. You're happy with the Xbox Series X. You got a Switch. There's no need for it for you to get one. And he's like, yeah, but I just want to have one. And I was like, no. And then he came out with you're this, in- and he's just like, he's like, dude, I want this. I'm going to pre-order it. And I'm like, you don't need it. And I'm like, you already have the Switch, <laughs> like this and this. And he's like, dude, why do you keep telling me? And I'm like, because you have to. you have to have games that you want to play off of this that you already don't have. You yeah. know what I mean? And and that's where I'm coming on my end where I'm just like I like my PlayStation 5. I like my Series X. Well, not my Series X. My Switch, I should say because I don't have a Series X. And I can play Xbox games mobily off the tablet with a wireless controller via cloud service. Granted hmm. that the internet is working. As <laughs> we all know how the internet works out there or out here. Yeah, But for But if it's not for that, like I said, you have to like make sure that if you're going to pick this device up, you're going to have to put some money into it as well so that it's worth it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because if you're only getting it and you're
0: playing Honey Pop, I mean, hey, you don't have to, like, call anybody out. That's or true. Like that. <laughs> That's true. You know, who am I, right? I mean, I'm going to be playing my Subverses and my Koikatsu parties on this, so yeah. whenever Chris isn't, because I do game shares with him. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I just, think, uh, yeah,
1: I just think if you're going in for the right reasons and you make it an all-in-one, like I said, if you don't have a PC, I guess if you don't have a Switch either, I don't know. But if you don't have a PC and you want something like this that – as an entry-level thing, then it makes sense. I'm still kind of, well, like, trying to
0: figure out. Well, for it out. Chris's situation, Chris isn't here, but he did tell us his, like, why he wants this. is because there's... Him and his wife are, like, me and my wife, we don't really game with each other. It's very opposite with Chris and his wife. They game together all the time. Yeah. And having this... Uh, the, he said that it's playing online, like, PC games are really tough because he has to be in front of his PC. And, like, he couldn't just get, like, a laptop. This is going to help out a lot where, like, him and his wife can just play games like this. Or, like, you know, she can sit next to his computer and we can play it like that. Or she can be upstairs playing it. Like, yeah. she, like as long as she has Wi-Fi, she's fucking good to go. As long as so, the internet works, works well, mentioned. then we're good to go. As long as it plays the games well and the internet works well. That's what it is. There so, it is. <laughs> But, I mean, I wouldn't. If, if this thing ends up being good and Chris likes it, I wouldn't put it past him that he would buy two. Right. So. <laughs> but no, I'm excited. Like I got it. Uh what's good is I really like that they did this reservation system. You put $5 down on the model that you want and that helps with all the the scalpers and the bots and all that shit. But it also it's like, "Oh, I'm I've got this reserved. Now I can do basically what Eddie, you and I are doing right now is deliberating if we need it or not." Yeah. Because then you can just it, you, there's a button on there when you log into your Steam if you've already reserved it. That says cancel reservation. You can just cancel it. Get your $5 back. There it is. So there you go. I'm excited for this. I'm very, I, I, it took me a minute. I'm, but I am very excited about it. So let's go. That's all I can say. Go steam. Go. What do they call it? The, the Gabe gear. That's what they should have fucking called it, was the Gabe, with a B, yeah. gear. Yeah, the Gabe gear. The Gabe gear. Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, it's beefy. It's big. It does look like if Sega were to make a Switch nowadays. Bullshit. Like, it's a big boy.
1: Bullshit aside, dude, the first time I saw it, it to me, it reminded me of the N-Gage.
0: Yeah. It, like, yeah.
1: It, it reminded, I was like, man, that looks just like it's. it, it grew up. I don't know if it's a glow man, up. Don't talk, <laughs>
0: don't, talk, don't talk about the the, the gauge in front of Chris Powell. He fucking, he's like, bring it back, let's do it. Like, he'll talk <laughs> your ear off about it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the,
1: the Steam uh, Deck, not to be confused with the
0: Stream Deck. That's going to be, man, if you have a Steam Deck and a Stream Deck, that's going to get fucking confusing if you start talking about it on your stream.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: 100%. But, no,
0: I'm excited for it. So, let's see. Let's jump it on over... Uh, I guess that can kind of like, that's one of the things I did in my week. So I guess I'll go ahead and just move on into my weeks Yeah, or my week. So let me pull up the docket here. Uh, the first thing we did, uh, Eddie, you joined us on Megavisions on TNT this week uh, sure for did. some rock and roll racing and uh, Streets of Rage 4 DLC, which I want to go into the Streets of Rage 4 DLC first. Uh, they did a fantastic fucking job with this DLC. They this did. DLC, I think, is like oh, it's like 7 bucks. It was on sale for $6.75 when it first released. It still might be on sale on Steam. Well, I don't uh, know
1: you, because it's not available on Switch yet for
0: whatever I reason. Think, yeah, I think they've been having technical difficulties because even the day that it came out, they were like, hey, you got to do this to go to the Switch version. Like They were doing multiple tweets on the main yeah. tweet. So I don't know if they ever resolved it or what was going but on. This but this wouldn't happen on the Steam Deck. Huh? No, this huh? didn't happen on my PC, so there you go. Uh but no, uh the gist of it is they introduced uh three new characters. You have Estelle, you have uh which is a new character that was in Streets of Rage Four, and uh then you have Max from Streets of Rage two, who is actually a boss in Streets of Rage Four. Spoilers. And uh you also have uh <laughs> Shiva, who is from Streets of Rage three and four too, so but no, this stuff is really good. Not not i mean just alone the characters themselves are like so cool but they've also introduced this uh survival mode where it actually plays into the storyline of the game where it's just like mr x's brain was saved and put into this android and now it's created this crazy cybernetic uh not a surveil system or anything like that. Like a that. virtual oh,
1: reality training, or I guess you can. Yeah,
0: it's like Lawnmower Man is what it is, basically. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, are we supposed to be? Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I had to, I had to switch shit again. So, but uh, no, it's great. It's just like it's like a uh, test your might with Mortal Kombat. See how far you can get. And in between each of the rounds, you get to choose from power ups like they do different things. And what we found out playing three players with you, me and Scotty was only one character gets to choose those abilities. So if you're playing multiplayer on this, it gets you could be a dickhead or you can be strategic with this is all I'm going to say.
1: It all depends on what's going on and how you go about it. Absolutely. Because like we had our moments. We're like, oh, it's only one of us. And then like one of us dies. And they're like, you can revive him or you can get this power up. Well I could be yeah. a dick and get the power of not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh no, uh I mean I played as Max. Max is a really good grappler. I liked him. Uh Shiva, Scotty was playing as Shiva, and Shiva has some crazy ass aerial combos from what I've been seeing. And uh Estelle's great. Like you played Estelle's as Estelle. Fantastic. She's got that that run. She does a run and she does she basically does a command grab, knocks you on the ground and then, or not you, but the enemy, and then just punches him in the face. Yeah, it's a tackle to like, <laughs> a ground and pound. It's straight up like
1: UFC moves and like, it, I mean, the first time I saw Estelle, I remember I was like, oh, Ronda Rousey is the inspiration to this character. That's how I yeah. saw it. And then seeing her do the ground and pound and stuff like that, I was like 100%. So, mm-hmm. I, I've only played with Estelle so far. I've yet to check out Max and Shiva, but from what I'm seeing, it's, from what I'm seeing, and what I played, it's great. It's fun. Um, it's exciting. And I'm wondering if they're gonna be adding any more to this. Um, because I think the only character that's missing is the kangaroo, right?
2: Yeah, the
0: kangaroo from Streets of Rage, which
1: apparently, uh you can unlock
0: him. The three, the uh, So three, uh, sprite version. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can unlock that. Everyone was wanting like, uh, because he's in the bar level of this game. Oh, that's what I forgot too. We were watching the we're watching the trailer right now. I forgot that when you do survival mode, you basically are able to upgrade the characters you were using so they get new moves. Yeah. So you can have different loadouts for different characters. So, I don't know if they're if this is going to be the only DLC they do, but I mean they also upca- updated uh, the the other characters like they balanced them they made axel better like they made characters better better they tweaked them and stuff like that it's it's just they didn't have to do this is all i'm going to say right i mean it was already so good 100%
1: and it's just and we talk about it all the time it's just uh, the beat em up the beat up genre is something that got lost a long time ago uh, there's been a plenty of uh, clones and wannabes and things like that but streets of rage 4 has really set the bar as to what they're supposed to be as what they should yep. be and it's just a fun well, game you can keep going back to it and just go through playthrough and play through with different characters all the difficulties trying to unlock stuff
0: just uh-huh it and then you give they give us the dlc and here we go like it well it's not and it's not even like it's not even just the gameplay is good it's the art style is good the music is good. T. Lopes did all the DLC music. Did like fourteen tracks for the DLC. Shh. For people that don't know, T. Lopes, T. Lopes has done a lot of Sonic music. Just look him up. <laughs> T. Lopes is a very good musical artist. Uh, but no, I really like some of the levels. Like most of the levels are like how Streets of Rage four looks like. But then every once in a while, you'll get the retro CRT levels. Yeah, those are fun. where it looks like you're like you're playing on Streets of Rage one or two and it looks fantastic. It's if you don't own this game already, there are physical versions of it. You can get that or on PC it's like 20 bucks in the D- it's like $30 for that and the DLC. If you don't do it, you're crazy because it's an ama- <laughs> if you like the beat 'em up genre at all, if you like comic book style artwork and if you like good fucking music, just play it. Yeah. It's very
1: good. It's just a genuine game. You can still find it available physical on Amazon for the PS4, Switch, Xbox One, PC, all that jazz. So, digitally, in some form or way, it's no, definitely. I, and as someone who wasn't ever the biggest Streets of Rage fan,
0: neither was I. Yeah. Um, this is a must have if you're a beat em up fan. Yep. This is this when it first came out, I said it was in my top five uh, beat em ups it's if it's closer to the top now because of this dlc yeah like it's very very good uh i will say and this is something you said when we were playing it uh it has set the bar very high for if there ever is a final fight four well there was
1: (laughs) i mean right because
0: well let me the next installment yeah because it technically was a
1: four it wasn't just numbered which was Streetwise and then that game was just
0: oh yeah uh,
1: a, a hot mess. I'm a final fight guy and I will try to defend it as much as I can, but Streetwise is one of those and I played it in its entirety um and I think I think the biggest factor for that one too is not only that it was it was a it was a okay it was an okay game when it came out, but uh-huh. it turned out to be a terrible game because it came out around the same time as the Warriors which was developed by the, by Rockstar Games and Warriors that is, really good. is a great fucking beat em up it's what final yeah. fight should streetwise should have been and i was like well sorry like that's it
0: I'm not gonna lie though, if they'd use this if they just one for one copied this art style, I wouldn't be mad.
2: Oh no. Like, <laughs> which is, I wouldn't be which mad which is the at interesting
0: all. thing too, right? Because we're gonna get the T M N T game that's gonna be
1: coming out uh later oh, on sometime God. this year or next year or whatever. Yes. Yeah. We have a high bar here now. That's the yeah. thing. So it's just like I don't I'm a little skeptical about it because I know there's like people that are worked on the Scott Pilgrim when are also working on the Team TMNT one. And going back Shredders to Scott Pilgrim, revenge. I'm still kind of like, I don't know about it, this anymore.
0: But I, I still like it. It's an acquired taste is all I'm going to say. Yeah. We'll see.
1: But we'll see how things go. No,
0: I am go fucking play it. That's all I can tell you. That's my review. There go you go. Go Fucking play pay it. me. Make Yeah. it. Pay me mega visions. So <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, I believe you. This was your first time playing rock and roll racing,
1: right? It was my first time playing the blizzard one the new one that came out i played this. what'd Super- you think about it it was fun it was great no i thought it was cool and it worked well um how the way we did it via parsec and stuff like that and listening to the music and jamming out um definitely is a i don't know if it's a learning curve but it, it's hard to control like yeah well it's hard it, 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 hard it is that once you get used to it like you're fine and stuff like that but even trying to get in first place um, you get to see the, uh, you get to see how tough it can be, especially if you choose the wrong car in the wrong track.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We found that out. You, there's some tracks that you got to have a car that has a boost, boosting. because yeah, it, you so. it'll just
1: get stuck. But no, I had fun. I had a blast like hanging out with you guys there and just, uh, playing rock and roll racing. It was a, it's a good game and, and it probably doesn't get enough love as it did. Like I, I, I remember hearing about it. Um, and I want to say it was through the AVGN that I heard about it, but uh, I'm glad it, it came out again and has a resurgence and that you're able to play online in some form or sh- some shape or form, you know what I mean? But it was good. I had a blast.
0: Yeah, the this collection that Blizzard came out with is, this is probably one of the best games they've come out with in a long time, like, collections wise yeah. or just in general. And uh, what's great about it is uh, you get the definitive edition which is the new version that has like the actual music in it like it has Rush's uh, Red Barchetta it has Breaking the Law it has uh it's just got a bunch of shit yeah uh, actual and then tracks. it also yeah then you have your four player multiplayer which is like just the four player version of the definitive mode and then you have the SNES version and you have the uh the Genesis version yeah on the first two uh, it plays music that is the actual music, but it has a, a streamer mode that enables to where it plays eight bit versions of them or sixteen bit versions of of the song, which is still an interesting thought,
1: thing because like I was under the yes. impression that any any rendition of any actual song is going to be DMCA, but
0: it's gray area because it's video game music. Yeah, there we go. Uh, but I didn't know how much I needed a sixteen bit version of Red Barchetta until I heard it. So. <laughs> like it sounds really really good. Oh, it's got a highway star on it and all yeah. that stuff. Uh the game is really good. The collection and Scotty's been playing so it's part of a collection. It's part of the Blizzard Arcade collection which is Rock and Roll Racing, Blackthorn, which I guess is like a kind of like an RP not not an RPG, but it's like a point and click kind of mm-hmm. like an adventure, I guess. And then there is um uh The Lost Vikings, which is a one and very two. Very interesting game.
2: One and two. One and two. It's yeah. a
0: very interesting fucking game. I've ne- I've only sat down with it a very little. Oh, and really? It's like e- each Viking has its own ability to do things. It's a puzzle game yeah. is what it is. It's, it's a, a puzzle platformer. It's a
1: puzzle platformer and one of the first uh, of its kind that I played back on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Like it was. I never
0: played it until I was older.
1: Yeah, no. See, I remember, and and I you you have these moments, right? We talk about it, going to the rental store and the video store and stuff like that, and whatnot. And I remember picking it up. I mean, it looked cool, but confused when I went home and played it because I was like, I don't understand what's going on. Um, but once <laughs> I figured out that each individual has like their own thing, like the speed, the defense, the power, and yep. it takes all of those things. It's dude, no, it's fun. It's a really fun game. I never really played the second one. But I remember playing that one in particular. So, when this was going on and they were announcing this game, and they're like Rock and Roll Racing, blah, Blackthorn, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Lost Vikings, and I was like,
0: Lost Vikings, what? Like, yeah. here we go. Now we're talking. Be- Before WoW, Blizzard actually made games. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, it's uh, it's the playing WoW for so long. I now full. I always knew like the references to the Lost Vikings when I saw them. There's one dungeon where you fight the Lost Vikings. Oh shit! Like, that's just <laughs> like it's one of the the OG like wow, uh, wow OG dungeons is what it is. Yeah. And uh, but there's references to it and all that. It's just cool to see it. And uh, that would be a game that I would definitely like to try again. But no rocket, you guys should go buy it. It's like the only problem is you got to do it through Blizzard's launcher if you're doing it on PC. Otherwise, I think if you're doing it on like it's on PS4 and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, it's available so, digitally. Uh, Limited run. Only come like, at me. Yeah. Ugh. No, Blizzard would come out with some physical shit that they did. Yeah. Uh, but for thirty bucks, I mean, th- I'd, I'd pay. Th- I paid thirty bucks basically for the Rock and Roll Racing, and I'm not disappointed yeah. with it whatsoever. It's
1: what a, it's a it's what a collection should be, and we talked about this while we were playing it um, with Scotty. Yeah. Um uh, yep. Because of how disappointing Zombie Eight, my neighbor's Go Patrol collection overall is. They're not bad games. It's bare bones. But that collection, yeah, that's... Yeah,
0: this collection, the Blizzard collection has, like, uh like storyboards. It has, like, the promotional material for each of the games. It has interviews with people about the games. It shows uh, offices from Blizzard back in the 90s. Yeah. And it looked really cool. Like, that's the shit, I, like, me and Scotty are dorks for that shit is what we are like we love that shit
1: no it's great yeah it's great Uh, it's great filler and it's also nice to have there and just kind of see the roots and the backbones of uh what made it of what happened you know and how far they've gotten and how far we've come to
0: yep uh so yeah i definitely picked it up and uh i'm gonna go on to the next thing i did the next thing i did was uh uh eddie i think you found out that i might be too good at mario golf (laughs) bro look i can't i can't i I can't tone down the awesomeness is what it is man like that's just what it is no so uh on friday night we or i'm sorry uh eddie myself and uh our buddies rockstar lexi and that bow guy got together and did a little bit of some golfing. Golfing. and it was, uh, it was super fun. We got some good clips out of it. I got my first, I guess you could say hole-in-one, even though it's like it wasn't really one, because we were doing that rush mode or whatever. Not the rush mode, but the battle mode on the track and all that. Mm-hmm. But it was very, very fun, despite the technical issues we were all having, and the body issues we were having, which will go into your week, so I'm not going to spoil it for everybody. Uh, but Mario Golf's good. Like, I I want more people to play it some more. You and I were not. God, Eddie, that... Yeah. I want to apologize. Like, I want... So, I... In this game, people that that don't know, you have specials that you can turn on for each character. Well, I used my special, and Eddie was... His ball was right about to go into the hole, and my special hit him and just blew his ball all the way. We, and I didn't see it from my end, but he sent me a video of it, and I was just like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. We
1: are talking <laughs> the final hole. We're about two points away from each other. This was the winning shot. And, yeah, it
0: would have put you there. And
1: it would have put me there because you even, I think, didn't get par on that one.
0: I got double or maybe triple both. and I was like,
1: <laughs> "And yeah, because it threw me off, it set me back, yeah." And it was just, uh, it was good fun though. It was good. It's what it's what Mario uh, Mario uh, Party games do, right? Like Mario Party, Mario yeah. Golf, Mario Kart. It's it's it starts off great, and then you're hating each other by the end of it because nothing is working and everything's falling apart. Um, including our bodies.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what we need to test? We, I don't think we... And that's the thing is, it's the collab. Like, that's the reason I like doing it. I like collabing with people. I like these community nights and stuff like that. Uh, But you just piqued my interest. I'm, I forgot that we could do Mario Party. The Super Mario Party got the online. Time. Yeah. I don't know how good it is, but we could still do it. Yeah. So... If you're a content creator and you want to collab with us, let us know. Mario so. Party. <laughs> Mario Party, Mario. Col- I mean, I'll do other shit. Like, I mean, if you want to play four player Streets of Rage, let's fucking do well, it. And so. that's the great thing about it.
1: It's just like, you just got to find somebody that has them all, right? Hypothetically speaking, you can make a whole entire Mario Friday community night or whatever where you have oh, yeah. Mario Party, Mario Golf, Mario Tennis, Mario uh, Kart, and
0: Mario Party. Super Smash yeah, Bros. Well, not even just that, too. I mean, because the way... Okay, so you just named off a bunch of good games that we could play. Uh, there's also, I mean, if we wanted to get into it, fighting games. I know some of us aren't as good at fighting yeah. games as other people, but also there's like Super Bomberman. Yeah. There's like all that shit. Like the, there's a bunch of good multiplayer games that we can play. So let's fucking do it. I want to collab with more people. So yeah, uh, But no, thank you to Rockstar Lexi. Thank you to that bow guy. And especially thank you to you, Eddie, because you were in rough shape that night. I was so. dying. I'm still <laughs> in rough shape, but I'm here. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you there. So, uh, uh, Other than that, on my streams, I did the Darkest Dungeon on Saturday night. We brought, went back. That's so pe- For people that don't know and that have just recently been following me and watching my streams, Darkest Dungeon is one of the first games I streamed. Uh, and then I didn't play it very long. I dropped off of it. and Because uh, I, I stopped streaming, and then I came back, and then I stopped again, and then I came back. Uh, but I went back to it, and I was naming people. So I started naming people after chat. And then I was naming if people didn't want their character to be named after them, then they were like, alright, name him be like something stupid. And uh God damn it, no one died, but that game is so stress inducing. <laughs> like But I love it, because the whole game is it's just like, look, this whole game is about making the best of a bad situation. Like, people are gonna die. Yeah. Like shit's gonna go bad. Like you're not gonna get have everything you want, like, and it's very final. It's very fire emblem where you, you like OG fire emblem where your characters are dead. They're dead. They also oh, like back. permadeath type of stuff. They are permadeath. Okay, like there is no toggle that on and off. Like, gotcha. <laughs>
1: That's just what it is. Are we Are we um, supposed to be watching a video of the Dark Dungeon right now, or?
0: No, I just wanted to show off my more golfing ah. of my <laughs> shit. So <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. So. No, Darkest Dungeon, I don't have much more to say about Darkest Dungeon, but it's just fucking fun. Uh, I didn't play, so there's a lot of DLC that's out. Uh, the most, one of the DLCs is called the Crimson Court. It's all about vampires and, like, blood stuff. And uh, if you're just starting the game out, it's highly recommended you turn that DLC off because you can toggle DLC on, on and off at a whim, which is really nice. Uh, but, no, just go play Darkest Dungeon. I think you can get, like, that and all the DLC for like right around $35 or just wait until the steam sale happens or get it on a console. So it's funny. Cause like, it's very, very fun.
1: I, I think I want to say that I've heard of this game, but I never really
0: looked into whatever it was. Um it was start. It was, it was a Kickstarter game. It's one of those. Oh, I was one of those. Okay. One of those games. And then, yeah. Like,
1: yeah, when I was watching you play it, it looked interesting. It looks great. Uh, visually. I think it's an awesome looking game, but what was making me laugh is like, you guys are all stressed out. And I don't like that. And you kept saying that. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not stressed out. The characters in the game are stressed out.
0: Yeah. So not only do you have to fight things and, you know, you have health bars and uh, you have, you know, uh, variables when it comes to, like, your heels and stuff like that. Each character that you have has a stress bar. And if their stress gets too high, they are basically not challenged, but they're tested. And they can either become virtuous where something good happens or they could get go insane where something bad happens and like one time like if one of your characters becomes hopeless sometimes you can't heal them like when you go to yeah. heal them it'll just be like i don't deserve it and then you can't <laughs> heal them for a turn <laughs> it's fucked up like you're like dude you're on death's door i need to heal you fucker like and he's just like no no nah, it's okay i don't deserve it so it. it's one of those games where it's all it's resource management and I really like resource management kind of games like that. Uh, I love the aesthetic. How I mean, you've got tons of characters. Like, you've got, you've got the Crusader. You've got the Highwayman. You've got the Occultist, the Jester, the Beastmaster, the Bounty Hunter, the Grave Robber, the Musketeer, the Flagellant. Like, all that shit. And they all are different on their own. Like, they all had two different things. And uh, it's a very good game. I'm very glad I went back to it. And I'm going to keep playing it. Uh, but no, you should go pick it up. I think it says here without DLC. I think it's like $25 on all platforms, except for Apple. For some reason, it's $5. Stupid Apple. Fuck you, Apple. (laughs) Uh, uh, other than that, uh, for people that have been listening to the podcast last couple episodes, I talked about the cat, Tofu, that walked up to our house. Yeah, Tofu. The pregnant little kitten. Uh, she had her babies today. Woo! Uh, we took her, I took her to the vet last Friday, and I was just like, cause I, I knew she was fucking pregnant. All right, I just knew she was yeah. pregnant, and I I went to, I I needed to take her to the vet though to make sure we she was okay. Otherwise, and I paid forty five dollars for the doctor to rub her belly and be like she's pregnant. And I was like Fuck her. like I knew that. Like he's <laughs> like, there's nothing we could do until she has the kittens. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, when's she gonna have it? He goes, oh, she's po- she could have them tomorrow. Like she was that close. Oh wow. So this was Friday, and then Monday is today that we were recording this, and she had the kittens this morning. There you go. So, but four healthy kittens, all alive, all, you know, uh, nursing. So they're good to go. Uh, I had, rem- I haven't had a cat that had kittens since probably a decade ago. Yeah. Uh, I watched the last two being born and it's gross. <laughs> 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 That's, it is gross. But, uh, cause I don't know if you know this, but cats and most animals eat the placenta as well. Yeah. So I just watched her doing that because I needed to make sure to watch her because I didn't want her to – because, (laughs) like, it's going to get a little gross, but, like, that was on top of one of the other kittens that was nursing on her. And I didn't want her to, like, start eating one of the kittens. Right. So I had to watch her and be like, all right. But, no, she's a fucking trooper, man. Like, she was all – like, it was all banged up. I went, like, a couple – I had to go, I mean, work today. So four hours later, I went back to check on her. She had everybody – all the kittens cleaned up, had herself cleaned up, like – part like I I forget that nature just does the shit that they need to yeah. do. So, it's super interesting,
1: we, honestly, because I think we talked about it too, how like this happens more often where a pregnant cat is just basically abandoned. Because tofu seems very
0: educated. Very well, she's very young. Yeah. Is what I like that was the biggest thing. And we were like and I think I said too like she got pregnant, someone saw this. She either she's either a wild cat that got pregnant. Or she was a cat that was somebody's that was pregnant and got out, or they threw her out. Yeah. Like, it has to be one of those. But no, yeah, you said, like you said, she's a fucking trooper. She knows. It's just instinct is what it is. Yeah. Like, that's what it boils down to. But we've got yeah. her secluded. <laughs> Luckily, to go into our living room, there's a door. Yeah. Like you, you can close a door. So she's got the whole living room to herself. She's in a box right now with some uh, blankets and a, I got a, and some towels. I got her a heated blanket for her and the kittens. So we got at least six months for kittens because we're not we're going to get them all fixed, including her. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to you know we gotta wait at least six months for that because you can't fix them until then. And then we're going to sell them to people that want to buy them for how much it was to get them fixed. Like go. we don't want to make any profit yeah. off of it, but we're gonna make sure. And we also we're gonna check. We're not gonna be like, you know, someone's like, "I want a kitten," and I'm like, "Uh, hold on, Cracky, back up, <laughs> all right?" So <laughs> I want a kitten. You pulled up on a fucking skateboard, yeah. like <laughs> I like her. I like her. But, uh,
1: what you said is that her instinct was just to you know nurture and all this stuff her instinct was like i heard this uh tornado jones over
0: here takes care of his yeah. cats <laughs> yeah like she got fucking lucky is all she got she came up to the right fucking house because like we saw her we picked her up and when she came right into the house but i was just like that first day i was just like i think this cat's pregnant yeah. and then fuck she fucking was so. sure enough, 45 later but confirmed. But yeah, <laughs> no, it, 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 I'm glad too because she's walked because like she she was so big she lost she would lose her balance when she was walking yeah. and all that stuff. So she's better now. She's she, she's considerably smaller now, which is good because she's a young little kitten. because uh, she's a kitten herself. Like I I wouldn't put her past probably a year old. Yeah, like. And uh, but no, they're all healthy, and we're gonna see. We're gonna wait to name them. We will name them three white ones, three completely white ones, and then one black one that is tabby in the face. So she's just gonna. That one's probably gonna be a dark colored tabby, but the other three could literally be fucking anything. Yeah. Like when they come out white, they can be white. They could eventually become orange. I mean, uh, our Siamese cat and my mom's Siamese cat when they were born completely white. Like you didn't even know they were Siamese until like seven months later when they started getting their markings. Damn. So But no, they're happy, they're healthy, we're happy, mommy's healthy, so we're good. And to you're go.
1: keeping one?
0: Uh I was think at first I told Hallie, I was like, we can keep tofu and then we'll probably keep one of the kittens. She goes, We can't have six cats. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So we're probably not going to keep... We're going to keep them until we can, but we're probably... If we can't find homes for tofu, a home for tofu, we'll keep her. But if yeah. someone does want to take her, we'll let them take them. So. Oh, there you go. But... Uh, and then other than that, I'll round out my week with... I got some fucking pickups. I actually got shit to pick up this week, so... Uh, the first things first, this is because of you. Uh, you should work for, who is this? Uh, Bandai Namco, because you made a sale to from Scotty and me. I picked up the, uh, let's switch back over to this. I picked up uh, the Namco Museum Arcade Pack on
1: Switch. Now, I won't take full credit for that, because the reason I picked it up was because of the Somber Gamer. Oh, he picked he, it up. He okay. posted it.
0: It's a virus, yeah, is what yeah, it is. He posted it. <laughs>
1: And I was just like, yep. I was like, that sounds like a pretty good deal. So I went and bought it, and then we talked about it, and here we go. Here we are.
0: Well, the reason I picked it up, because it's basically just a collection with, like, uh, it's got Pac-Man, what is it, Championship Edition. It's got Pac-Man Versus. It's got the old school, like, Dig Dug, Splatterhouse, Tower of Juwaga, Tank Force, Galaga, Sky Kid. Rolling Thunder, all that shit. But the reason I bought it is not because I really wanted these games, but it was because they, the ones that have online, have online with this. Oh, nice. So Scotty and I, Scotty and I purchased the. Well, we're we're double checking to make sure, but no. I think it's, if it if it has Pac-Man versus on there, hopefully it does. Uh, but the reason we got it is for TNTs, basically. So there you go.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Now I got it too. Ch- Let's go. Pac-Man Championship Edition is that version that you'll see in, like, Bar- not Barnes & Noble, but uh, Dave and & Buster's and shit like that. Yeah. Like the big, like, yeah, that's, like, Championship Edition and all that stuff. So those Pac-Man games are fun. I like when they take, like, with Tetris Effect and, like, uh, Tetris Puyo Puyo and stuff like that. I like when they take the games and make something, like, they're obviously old-school fucking games that we've all grown up with, but they do a little twist on them yeah. to make you, like, come back to it. So... Which, Tetris Puyo uh,
1: Puyo was on sale, too, recently.
0: <laughs> it was. There's also a sequel to that game, too, I believe.
1: Yeah.
2: Puyo Puyo. Uh,
0: the other thing I got was... Uh, I'm not going to go grab it. I have it, but I got some Mercari pickups. But I got a copy of Super Mario Bros. on uh, Famicom oh, for, nice. like, 15 bucks. That game has shot up to $40 loose for some Jesus goddamn reason.
2: Fucking...
0: So... Uh, but that, I mean, that works fine and all that stuff. But the reason I bring up my Macari uh, buying or findings is because I got this. And this is a copy of Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga on Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. And it was $9. Okay. So right away, I was like, this is not real. Right. Something But fishy. it's $9. I'll gamble on $9. Uh, it came in and it almost fooled me. It was it, this is a repro cart. Yeah. the The listing did not say it was a repro cart, so I only gave him four stars. But uh, I ch- opened it. I checked the motherboard; looks fine and all that. But two things: is the plastic on the outside feels completely different than an actual G- GBA game. Yeah. And when you put it in this the SP, you know the game is supposed to be flush with the system. Yeah, it's like so like it's smooth. like a smooth. Yeah. This sticks out by like a centimeter. Or two. Enough to where you can feel it when you rub your hand over it. Right. Like you feel that little groove just kind of dip. Yeah, it just... boom. And like, this is the only game that does that. So I'm pretty sure... I mean, the motherboard looks to be real. So maybe it was in a real case at one point. Maybe the case got fucked up and then they just transferred it to a repro case. So I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter. I still got the game and I'm happy with it. And uh, it was only $9, so... Yeah, be oh, okay. nine dollars. And then the last thing I got, I actually, I'm still waiting on some stuff from Limited Run. I'm waiting on uh, the Scott Pilgrim thing, which is, I got the big, I got the big shit on that one. So no, I didn't go that, I didn't uh, go that far. <laughs> I'm gonna wait a little bit on mine. Uh, I forget what else I got, but I also got these babies in. I got the No More Heroes Collector's Edition. Hey, look at that. That actually have magnets in the boxes to where it sticks oh, together sweet. properly. Yeah, so if you want to showcase them cuz the boxes like are continuation art of each other. Yeah. So, I haven't opened these up yet, but I know they have like strategy guides and they have the physical editions of the games and all that. But, you know what, Eddie, you don't have to put spines on these because the spine on these hey, there you look go. fucking great. Fuck yeah. And these are on these are for Switch. So, uh, if anyone, I don't think they're available anymore, but I'm getting ready because uh that No More Heroes 3 is coming out soon, too. So I'm excited for that. You also get these little—you get your limited run trading cards. So you get a Travis touchdown, and then the chick from the game—I forgot her name. Yeah. Uh, they're holographic, and then I haven't opened this up yet. But Santa, uh, whatever—I forget the city he's in in the game, like Santa something. Uh, but you get a flag of that city. Oh, so, so nice. It's, it's very—it's very little though. It's a little bitty flag, but, but
1: still, those it's are not the, bad. little neat things. And one of the things that we talk about all the time with limited run is this—they they know how to sell their collectors versions. And they're so good,
0: like real good. You're not wrong at all. So, uh, but other than that, that's uh, that's all I really got this week. That's that, all I got. That'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. So, that'll do. I haven't watched Babe in forever. <laughs> I
1: know, dude. It's been. I think I only watched
0: it like the when it first came out, and that was about it. Oh, I forgot to say, I watched a little bit of the new Space Jam movie. Uh, and then I walked out of the room because I didn't care. <laughs> there it is. But they turned. My family was so bored with the new Space Jam movie that they turned on the old one. <laughs> and I'll tell you, the old one holds up, but barely. Right. It holds up, but barely. Like, I look at it, and you're like, all right, this is whenever. Like, what was it? The 90s when it came out. You're like, animation's not bad, it's not great. But it's some funny parts here and there, and people talking about product placement in the new movie. They didn't. They don't remember the old movie. That movie had product placement all fucking over. Yeah. It. But the old one had fucking Bill Murray, so that movie's funny. Yeah.
1: So- <laughs> no, it's it's interesting because like uh, I know it's everybody was talking about it and whatnot. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to check it out yet, but I remember I was watching clips of the first one, and I was like, "Is this movie good? Is it a nostalgia factor?" Like, I remember it, but, I mean, I think it's one of those things. It's like, it, it, it still holds up
0: in some shape or form. I don't know how the new one is, but we'll see. Well, I'm wondering, because we grew up, at some point in our life, we watched Looney Tunes. Yeah. Like, that's something we watched. How many kids nowadays, in the you know the demographic that the Space Jam 2 movie is supposed to be for, I mean, I guess you can get away with maybe they watched the new Looney Tunes show that was on Cartoon Network. But not many kids are what I don't, I wouldn't say not as much as we were watching Looney Tunes. Yeah. So, like, who fuck like, I don't even know if kids actually even fucking care about it. Like, the reason they're going to see is because LeBron James is in it. it? Which, my <laughs> cousin, or my wife's cousin brought up a good uh, point. I don't know if in the original Space Jam if that was actually Michael Jordan's kids in that movie. I don't think so. But it, if for sure was not Mar- uh, LeBron James' kids in that new movie. <laughs> oh,
1: there you go. Yeah, I don't think it was his actual kids either on it,
0: but, uh. I mean, well, I don't know. I don't care enough to look it up. Yeah, same, so. <laughs> same. I'm, but no, sorry, you can go ahead with your. Word. Oh no, it's all good. Because
1: uh, we were talking about limited run games and stuff like that. I, I want to say I'm I'm waiting for a couple of things too, which include like Doom, Republic Commando, uh, Double Dragon, Neon, Castlevania, which is gonna I've
0: got that one too. should be
1: like further, further, and Scott Pilgrim. And I was like tripping out because I was looking at my orders and I feel that there's an order there that i'm missing and i cannot find where or how i purchased this
0: but i do you know what it would be yeah
1: it's the neo geo pocket color
0: selection volume one
1: for the switch
0: oh and i don't even remember you talking to us like saying you were buying it. i want to say that i bought it i want
1: to say that i couldn't figure out my login at the time and i said fuck it I'm going through my emails and trying to see if I could find something of a confirmation.
0: Are you gonna pull an Amazon on this one I, and call them? <laughs> I don't know. I don't
1: know. Dude. No, the thing about it is the thing about it is is just generally I have no way to prove it.
0: You know what I mean? Like I yeah. At least with the other thing, you had something to prove. Yeah. Like you had something to prove that you're like, hey, this didn't show up. Yeah. If you don't have a receipt or any transaction history whatsoever, like even through your PayPal. I mean, which
1: would be the way to go about is I would have to go through PayPal and see if like there's a limited run thing there because I'm pretty sure that's the way I went about it. Um, Why I haven't got an email confirmation or why I can't find one, but I'm going to be a little upset uh, because I really wanted that one. And I remember I opted not going for the the special edition of this one, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah, but, we'll, see. we'll see. I mean,
1: you got enough coming your way anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> I do. I do got plenty of coming my way. But yeah, my week, my week uh I finished The Sopranos. Um how did you like the ending
0: without any spoilers? I
1: you know, it's funny because I had watched the ending before I had watched the series.
0: Yeah, that makes because sense. Because a lot of people, of people, people talked
1: about it. Public. I remember growing up when like it happened, people were like, "Oh my god," and blah 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 and this this and that yada yada yada. Um, I enjoyed the show and I enjoyed the ending. I have my opinion on it and I thought it was great. Should I watch it? Yeah. Should you watch it? I think you would enjoy it. But here's the thing. This is the reason why I think I really kind of enjoyed watching this um the series it's not only because like the mafia thing and stuff like that and the actors that are in it are like you know um i just recently found out like i've seen the movie casino but i don't remember how well i remember the movie casino and (laughs) the the psychiatrist that tony sees is ray leota's wife in casino or am i thinking goodfellas i'm thinking goodfellas i'm confusing it with
0: goodfellas all right. I mean, maybe. I mean, there might be some connections because I mean, if you, I mean, like, you play that character in movies, yeah. then, then you're going to a TV show. Like, I mean, I could see like maybe not in season one. Like, so let's say you're doing a mobster TV show yeah. in season one that takes place in that era. If you become popular in season two, you're like, all right, we're going to bring – like, let's bring Robert De Niro in here yeah. and, like, all this other shit, that's oh, special guests. Yeah, the, there was like
1: there was times, dude, where, like, there's plenty of celebrity cameos throughout the seasons that happen, some of them which are fun. And I'm – like, uh, there's one where, like – uh some of them make sense, right? And this is what I mean is you see Frank Sinatra Jr. show up in one of them. And you're like, I, okay. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah you know um but then there's one where you see Lawrence Taylor LT the football player Lawrence Taylor and I'm like what all right yeah okay same episode he was hot at the time i guess yeah same episode david lee roth shows up and i'm like what is going on here yeah this is like
0: <laughs> who can we get for cheap yeah and that's so- <laughs> what it is that's what it
1: just felt like but no overall i thought it was a good show but the reason why i think you should watch it like i said it's not only not only the whole mafia thing and all that stuff but reflecting back on it this was around the same time um that i was in middle school and so was his kid so i felt like i was growing up with tony and reliving my moments from back in the day from the mario kart yeah you
0: had your cool uncle tony that buys brings you
1: gifts yeah all the time, so from, right? like, from like the <laughs> mario kart scene to like the kid with like the spiked up hair wearing the pantera shirts and you know, at some point towards the end, I was like tripping out because it's the final season and the kid
0: is watching Metal Yeah. And I'm like I saw you put that on the docket and I was like, mm, I didn't know that was a an dude. Answer.
1: And I was like, and it was the, the Duncan's coffee. It was the very first episode. Oh, that's the first yeah. episode. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> How old is is Metal
0: I mean yeah I mean it was about 16 when I when it came out when I I was about 16 when it came
1: so out So just like going through all of that and then like seeing that they talk about like the Xbox they talk about like the 360 they show off the 360 um so I'm like over here I see Tony's like phone from having a small like a little flip phone to going to the Motorola mm-hmm. Razor and I remember my mom having the Motorola
0: Razor Hello Moto Yeah, yeah. so
1: it was just like very very much interesting seeing this play out reminiscing on the nostalgia and then just growing up with tony no i overall enjoyed it man i think it's definitely a watch if you can get through the if like if you can watch the first season and be like you know what this is something i'm into then go for it if not then it's not for you but i i
0: so it's it's a trip down memory lane with a good story yeah
1: which cool. depends depending it on how you take the ending but i thought it was good i i thought it, how many seasons is it again uh technically seven season six is split up into
0: two um, okay. but that's what they did with Breaking Bad as well. Yeah,
1: so but it's technically yeah, it's technically six with uh with six being 6A six and 6B. All
0: right, I'm pretty sure that's on HBO Max. It is. So. It is. That's how I watched it yeah. and I'm looking forward to the movie now. Um it's going to be coming out in October. So how are they going to do that without the main guy? Well, it's a prequel cuz he Oh yeah, okay, that it's,
1: makes it's, sense, dude. No, yeah, and, that that, and that's and that's the that's the great thing. That's kind of like what what it started like the the whole process of everything because um I started watching it and then I found out about the movie, but then just that got more intense because the movie is a prequel, and Tony Soprano is gonna be played by James Gandolfini's son Michael Gandolfini,
0: and it's like wow. fucking. That's like when Ice Cube or yeah. Ice Cube's son yep. uh, played him in... Uh, in the NW, right, yeah, the straight... Uh, yeah, it's exactly the same that's, thing. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, yeah. So talking about prequels, it just makes me want a fucking... Game of Thrones prequel where we get to see young Robert Baratheon and, and like young young Ned Stark and all those others sh- yeah you don't know about Game of Thrones yeah. <laughs> that ending was so fucking borked they would have to do something to make it a lot better I was so. like I have no idea what you're talking about
1: but yeah no it's yeah, it's, it's just if you watch the trailer for the uh, uh, Many Saints of New York um, which is a Tony which is a Soprano, a soprano film or Soprano stories what they're calling it and you see uh, Michael Gandolfini in there and I'm like the first thing in that trailer is you hear Tony Soprano's voice, like talking about the past, and then they show his son portraying a young Tony Soprano, and you're like, "Holy shit,
0: that's fucking genius!" Yeah, like <laughs>
1: this is him, like it's him, like and and, yeah. like, and I saw an interview or like uh, like as many documentary where they were talking about how the son basically binge watched the entire series in like three days,
2: or something oh, wow. like that.
1: And like, just so like he can learn his mannerisms and stuff like, like he remembers going to the, to the, the show for like filming and stuff like that. But his dad would never let him see, like, you don't get to see Tony Soprano. You get to see me. your dad. Yeah. Like, and you hang out in the trailer while I go do work and stuff like that. So to him, it was all like, what the fuck? You know what I mean?
0: It's but, brand new. Yeah, yeah, so
1: but no, it's yeah. great. I, I
0: well that that that's genius because you don't have to do probably any hardly any makeup on him, like prosthetic dude, makeup no. at, it, at all. You,
1: the smile, the the mannerisms, like you see it and you're like
0: Yeah, like it's him. I'm reminded I'm reminded of the movie Looper. Did you ever watch that that's movie? That's the one with uh Bruce Willis and um It's got Bruce Willis and uh god damn it, he was big for a long time. He was from Third Rock from the yeah. Sun. Robin in the Dark Knight. Uh, <laughs> no, uh Gor- oh yeah he yeah, is J- uh, Joseph, uh, Joseph Gordon Lovitz. Joseph Gordon levitt yeah. Yeah. Uh they had to put a lot of prosthetics on him to make him look like a younger Bruce Willis. Yeah, see it was pretty it, rough. Yeah, I didn't I
1: didn't watch that one, man, but uh no, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh like I said, it's just it's great. Um it was I think I would recommend it to anybody to watch it for sure check out the first season to, uh, the couple episodes and see if you enjoy it and just enjoy the ride.
0: That's so we're showing us the picture yeah. here, right? Yeah, so this is like all the this is how he looked in the movie. Yeah. This is how Joseph Gordon-Levitt looks on the left. I mean, this is great for audio. Uh but then just look up Joseph Gordon levitt I I looked up Looper
2: prosthetics. Oh, I see it. Okay.
0: It's the third image where Joseph Gordon-Levitt is on the right, left, and then his version in Looper is on the right, and it is lots of prosthetics. Yeah, lots of prosthetics to make him look uh, like a younger Bruce Willis. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway,
1: yeah. anyhow, uh, but yeah. So I also uh, throughout the week I finally finished the uh, modded GBA that I got from Game Tracks that I won from Game Tracks. Ooh. Five dollars, uh, best investment I ever spent. Honestly
2: yeah <laughs> luck had nothing to do with that luck right? had <laughs>
1: nothing to do with that um but yeah i finally got myself a usbc uh rechargeable battery for it and i ended up buying the easy flash omega uh easy flash nice. card which is great um so i was able to add the kernel to it and just uh add the games and it's a nice little cartridge it fits well and i now have over 500 games spanning the game boy game boy color game boy advance and nintendo entertainment system
0: on here so let's see the let's can you show us like the back of the mod? Or oh yeah, like I mean, is that yeah? You're... It's
1: just literally just like a little battery pack, a little battery pack it, that yeah. you
0: install. There. So you had to put that in, and then the battery pack goes into yeah. That, right? So the battery pack is below
1: that, and it's all easy. Like it comes with a double sided tape, so you just basically plop it in. It sits well perfectly, and then you put the little board on top and connect it with the wires. Done deal super nice. easy
0: because uh when i got mine from when i won mine from game tracks i paid extra and got that put on oh me. there you go okay because his giveaway was only for ones that didn't have that and i was like can i give you i think it was like an extra 40 bucks or something yeah. like that maybe even more than that and uh he was like yeah i'll do it if you just give me the money i sent it to him right then and there, there it so.
1: is No, oh, yeah so i i finished that and that was fun uh I mean I got here a lot faster with the shipping and everything so that was great. Um aside for that, um we were talking about Mario golf and how I've been suffering and struggling and I'm ready for the yeah. next phase of cybernetic appendages because my knee has been fucking acting up this entire week and it's a lot better now.
0: I need people I need people to know that Eddie messages me like 2 3 hours before that golf uh stream and goes I think I got gout. And I was like <laughs> What the fuck do you want me to yeah. do, dude? I don't know how to treat gout. Like, I was like, full disclosure,
1: man. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I think I've got a fever. I might be dealing with gout. I don't know. I'm like, I not know what the fuck this to say is all that. new to me. And
0: so, give me a quick second, though. All right. You know what, guys? We're going to go on a BRB. We'll be right back. Okay. We're back. Back. Sorry about that. And he's talking about how he wants to be a cybernetic. Uh, M- 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 no, not mongole. Mongole. <laughs>
1: yeah i don't know what's going on honestly um i don't know if it's just like, i ate too much red meat or whatnot i will say i will say that the before the the attack or the pain i guess i should say i did have mm-hmm. uh spaghetti like back-to-back nights and i don't know if that was the case of it because i made a whole pot and uh, my roommate didn't want to eat his portion. He was just like, nah, I'm good or whatever. And I was like, all right, fine, fuck it. So I didn't want it to go to waste. I don't believe in freezing leftover, like pasta. Fair you enough. know what I mean? So I was just like, fuck it. It became yeah. breakfast, lunch, dinner for a while. The next thing you know, my knee's fucking hurting. And I'm like, why the fuck is my knee hurting? I can't bend this thing.
0: Did you make it extra meaty or anything?
1: Nope. Just, I mean, one pound of meat.
0: That's weird. Yeah. That's real weird. Has it let up at all? Or is oh, no, still... it's, let,
1: it's let up a lot. I can actually sleep because there was a couple of nights where it was just, like, really, really rough. I couldn't even bend it. I couldn't sit down for quite some time. Um, I had to get up and move around. But now it's doing better. But like I'm saying, if the opportunity comes where they're like, hey, we are chop off your leg
0: so you can get a cybernetic <laughs> one put in. Let's go. Well, welcome to the fucking club because that's me. <laughs> I've said it before on this podcast. I'm like, I'm waiting. I've been taking care of this body like I was going to get a new one. Eddie. Yeah. Like... <laughs> like i'm ready like chop all like just take my you know you have to take my head just take my brain out put it in an android i'm fine with it yep yep maybe me a, i'll be a sexy lady i don't care yeah
1: and then and then in the process of like trying to make sure that i don't injure my knee or myself i ended up hurting myself because i remember i was getting out of bed and my cat like runs right in front of me while i'm trying to get out of bed so i shift and a certain way uh-huh. so that I don't fall and I can grab onto something. And that's when my back right. went, ha! take that motherfucker. Yep.
0: <laughs> it's the smallest little fucking thing. I've I've said it multiple times before I have pulled my back out, putting a fork in the dishwasher. Yeah. Like- and then I was like,
1: well, here we are. So e- either, or I'm ready for the next phase. So I don't have to be dealing with this bullshit anymore. Um, other than that, uh, I did some wrestling this weekend. I didn't do some wrestling. I watched some wrestling this weekend.
0: That might be why you need Yeah, that. right. Like all of a
1: sudden. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I watched some wrestling this weekend. Um, There's a lot going on. Impact had their Slammiversary um, and WWE had their first full pay-per-view, um, full house capacity pay-per-view. Um, which was going on in Dallas, which was interesting, um, which was fun. Honestly, I wasn't planning on watching either one of them, and in the end, we ended up uh, watching both. Um, one we hosted on Discord, the other one I just kind of watched on my own. Um, biggest things that came out of there are uh, spoilers for anybody who hasn't watched them. Um, Jay White, and we talked about this before. Jay White from New Japan Bullet Club showed up and confronted Kenny Omega. Um that's right We've yep, ta- we that talked we talked about this a couple of episodes not too long ago regarding this uh, and the forbidden door that is the new japan relations with american wrestling so seeing this happen was pretty pretty gnarly because not only is it new japan coming out it's the leader of the bullet club the current leader of the bullet club who's the never open weight champion right now um, never open weight champion basically doesn't mean means that you can be any weight size and you can win that title um right so he's a champion out there and after kenny successfully defended his title he shows up lights go black you know lights uh, turn off and the music hits and we're all wondering and you see his logo king switchblade and we're like holy shit he's on impact here we go and it's just the it's just, it's just been a good time for wrestling overall seeing all of this happen so we had that going on um and they're all sharing the same circle or the same uh, ring I should say.
0: Yeah, how long do you how long do you think this has been building up to well, this? Well, it's you think this just It's what, it's what
1: we say all the time, like it's or what I, it's what I say all the time about this kind of current wrestling. I feel this story has been brewing for at least 2 years.
0: Cuz I I mean, if anyone that's getting upset at what we're saying, let's be honest. Wrestling is all about the storyline and building shit up. If you do it right, wrestling as uh what was the Max Landis video it's called wrestling isn't wrestling he goes he goes a lot of times wrestling is really bad but when wrestling is good it's fucking good like
1: <laughs> yeah no 100% and that's what it really comes down to is that like the storyline that this has been building up has been long term and it's different to what WWE has been doing and why it's gotten really stale is that WWE treats their product as every new episode is a new story. It's like cartoons. Like, right. it never continues on. It's very, very rare that it continues on. It's most likely, it's just like, oh, this is what happened on this day in this world of the cartoon. That's how WWE yeah. treats it. So, this has been brewing on for some quite some time, about two years. Um, and then, the following night, uh, WWE Money in the Bank, they had their uh, pay-per-view. And... Typical, like main event. Roman Reigns is the champion. He's going up against yep. uh, Edge, who's been retired for ten years on his one-on-one. Uh, shenanigans abound. It turns out to be just how what people were expecting. Roman wins. Whoop dee whoo. Blah 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 blah. He's doing in this segment where he's like prolonging the ending of the show, and like there's nobody out here that can like top me. And now you must respect me. And in kicks in John Cena's theme <sighs> to. Everybody's surprised, man, because zabadoo. The thing, about, the, the thing about it is, it's like the last time John Cena was on TV, he was being booed, and yeah, now it's like years later, he comes, he's back, he's back, and like people are like losing their shit, like they're hyping him up, and it's interesting. Well, that's all WWE's fault. Yeah, I mean it's all WWE's fault because they keep pushing and pushing. So, is this gonna be great? I don't know um i'm looking forward to it because this looks like it might be the main event for Summerslam, which i do plan on going because it's going to be here in vegas and yeah there you it's go. just
0: like i'd fucking go i to mean it. just
1: it's wrestling it's just like you got to appreciate it for what it is and i think that's what it comes down to it's like i tell people all the time if you want something to just kind of entertain yourself and shoot the shit and have a good time wwe is a good product to tune in you just can't take it seriously
0: and, and then uh I did not know that I did not know that Roman Reigns was the cousin of uh the Rock. Yeah. It's all it's all part of the whole tribal uh like family that they
1: have from like well, right, the uh, yeah. the Anoa'i wrestling family goes long long there's like so much history on there. Um and the Rock is really? related because of the because of his uh dad who basically married into the family.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: And um but yeah, it's just uh it, there was so many ins and outs in like about the pay-per-view like uh his cousins which are the Usos if you guys remember who Rikishi is those are his kids the Usos oh Rikishi, are Rikishi yeah Rikishi's kids are wrestling in WWE one of them uh just can't seem to stay out of trouble has gotten 3 DUIs Ooh. in the last 2 years and every single time there's a DUI incident he gets the title and WWE like just seems to yeah They just instead of like Hmm. being like, yo, bro, you're fucking up, sponge (laughs)
0: everything,
1: like, um, Hmm. it's weird, but uh, yeah, that was was basically my weekend, um, just watching wrestling, watching the Sopranos, modding the GBA. I got a couple of pickups as well, um, which include uh, Atari Flashbacks Classics 150 games in one, which is pretty cool, yeah, um, the Namco Museum Arcade Pack that you mentioned earlier. Of course, yeah. Yeah. I got Skyward Sword. Shout out to Wet Cheeseburger, thank you very hey. much.
0: Appreciate it. I need to get that as well.
1: And then I also got this one that was like twelve dollars on Amazon. Super Beat Sonic. I like the cover. I thought she was she was a never heard yeah, of it. She looked like a babe. And um, oh, you got your anime babe. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. And so I was just, I was like, all right, let's go. And then I also picked up the eight uh, bit Doe SN30 Pro controller
0: bluetooth controller you know now you got a pretty funny story about this i do got
1: a pretty (laughs) funny story about this man and it's just because i ordered it and when it got here when it got here it was an open box that got delivered and it looked like somebody sliced it saw what was in it, and said ah not for me and closed it back up and then they just delivered it at my door like i'm talking about when i got the notification that it was delivered at my door i went out to the front I saw the package. I was like, "It looks like it's been opened." I'm pretty sure there's something missing, but everything was there. So I called Amazon just to be like, "Hey, um, why was my package open?" Right. And then they're like, "Oh no, was something missing?"
0: (laughs) And Eddie went the scrub (laughs) version. And I went the scrub version, and I
1: said, "Yes, (laughs) I'm like missing the controller that was supposed to be a part of this." Yeah, and so and I kind of feel like this is the equivalent of people that like rob the bank and then post it on Facebook.
0: <laughs> Nobody listens to us, it's right? Fine. <laughs> it's also Amazon; they don't give a yeah. fuck.
1: Yeah, and so um, yeah, they sent me another one, so now I have two, and one will be sent to you, uh, tornado, very soon, hopefully.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's uh, I jumped because there was a sale on it today. Yeah, I and saw. I was like, oh, I really. I, I. And that's why I hit you up. I was like, well, if he doesn't want to get rid of that second one, then I'll just buy this one. But before that, I need to check. I with thought him. about it. So, no, the
1: thing about it was, is like, at first I had told myself, like, all right, this could be like the all the uh, this could be like the all system for like the RetroPie that's coming in soon, uh, the the laptop, and I can connect it to the tablet when I do my cloud gaming. And then at first I was like, yeah, I can have two so that I don't have to worry about like connecting yeah. issues.
0: Until you're like, wait, which one is which, bro? And I was just
1: like, you know what? Yeah, I was like, fuck this. I was just like, I got too many controls. Like even looking at it right now, like my setup that I have here, I got one, two, three, four, five, six controllers just laying around here, and I'm like, shit. I'm like, I don't, I don't need yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't need that noise. I mean, I've
0: been using a, a wired my my PC when I built it. I didn't build it to have like any a Bluetooth reader inside of it. Uh, so I would I have to buy like a USB like a dongle like Bluetooth reader. Uh, not even a dongle, you can just buy a USB little like, thing that you can plug into the USB port, and then your PC has Bluetooth capabilities. Gotcha. Uh, but I'm lazy, and the one I had broke, so I was like, fuck it, so I just plugged in this Xbox One controller. But I was like, you know what, 8-bit does have always had really good ratings, so I'm going to go ahead and check them out, so... And you got the the one that basically has all the buttons that would need to be for a majority of like all, not just like a Super Nintendo buttons or Nintendo buttons or Genesis buttons. It's like it would be able to be played everything yeah. Like it has all the buttons it needs. So.
1: Yeah, no, honestly, and I tried it out. Like I said, it worked. Um, there were there are a few like interesting in- instances, but I'm trying to figure out like how it works um overall because like i said i used it for retro i played some uh, super nintendo games and it fucking feels fantastic like honestly dude like i said like it, it's that d-pad is probably the really d-pad good is great the color scheme on it is fantastic you're gonna enjoy it because it looks like just like the super nintendo one from back in the day
0: well apparently they have a they have an nes one they too, do where the buttons look like the nes buttons. and they have a black
1: one as well um but i just like i was like i got too many black controllers just hanging around that i was just like i needed yeah. something different
0: and so, what's the battery life on that? Pretty thing? good. Is it, I've is it I've take, charged. Is it has rechargeable. Yeah, it's
1: rechargeable. Uh, which is interesting too, because like when you pop open the back, it's just basically like a. I think it's a, like the eight bit dual battery that you can pop in and out.
0: Oh yeah. okay. It's USB. It's like its own little like an Xbox battery. Yeah, back.
1: so it's a USB C. Um, yes, I love. Yeah, USB-C. I do. Same here, man. I charged it once um, from when I got it, which was Friday. And uh, yeah, we played Streets of Rage. We played Rock and Roll Racing. I tried out cloud gaming for about an hour on the Xbox and an hour on the PlayStation, and a bunch of retro games on the Super Nintendo and Sega. So probably I've used it for about five, six hours total. It's still good. Still running. You still yeah,
0: good. cool. I'm one of those guys that over like charges his stuff too much. So. Yeah. I'll probably just end up charging it every night or something The
1: only The only thing that I will say, which is interesting, and that's what I'm trying to figure out. um, I would have to try it out on the Xbox on the laptop because I did it on the tablet. Um, The back button, like if you look at it right here, for the listeners out there, it's got the start and select button, which would be your start and select, and then your home button, which would be your guide button, and then there's another button right here, which would be the back button. The back
0: button—that's next to the next next to the left con- uh, control star.
1: Right. I was playing Grand Theft Auto, and Grand Theft Auto, when you hold it, it brings down a little menu that you can customize your character while you're roaming around the city. Okay. When I was holding it here, gotcha. all it did was record a video. So I don't know—that's if that's something that I need to tweak on my end or on the settings. It might be. But overall, like yeah. I said, it worked well. Um, with the PS5.
0: One more question. Oh, go ahead. Does it have a receiver that comes with it, or is it just strictly works off of Bluetooth? Strictly off of Bluetooth. I will have to get a Bluetooth uh, dongle for my PC. Yeah, (laughs) that's
1: why I was like, yeah. And 8 Doe sells their Bluetooth dongles as well, too, so you can get a matching one or a different one if you wanted to.
0: Oh, well, I'll have to order that tonight. I'll have to make sure. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, the other thing is I was working, I was uh, trying it on the PS5, um, but no touch, no touchpad here. Yeah. So... But you could touch the you could touch the the screen and it works just the same. Like if you're playing if you if like you're playing PlayStation Five, and I was playing I was playing yeah. Demon Souls, and I was like, oh, the touchpad okay. brings up the tool belt. So there's no touchpad yeah. here, but if I touch the screen, it brings up the little virtual control on there and hit the touchpad of your TV, oh the tablet.
0: Oh yeah, cloud gaming I was like, how the fuck you have a cloud touch TV
1: <laughs> on the tablet. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: I forgot. I forgot cloud yeah. gaming. Yeah, okay, I got you.
1: so no overall I'm pretty happy with the purchase. I'm excited about it. Um this is the cool. first one, it's not the second one. They have a second one that has the little triggers at the side and more rumble features and all that mm-hmm. jazz, but I'm I'm good with this
0: one. I'm yeah. good. Cool. I'm excited for it too. Yeah, so.
1: but that was my week. And that was my that was
0: it. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, then we're gonna get right into the questions. Uh, if you, Eddie, where can people go if they want to ask us questions? They can join the fucking Discord. Yep, they can do that right there. If you're in the chat, you can join our Discord that way. If you listen to our podcast, uh, you can go check us out over on Twitch TV. Uh, we have a link to our Discord there on our channel. It's Scrubbers Podcast over on Twitch. Uh, or you can email uh, scrubberspodcasts at gmail.com, or if you're in the chat right now, you can add us. Make sure to add us, and we can see your question. But we're going to read the ones from the Discord right now. We have five coming in from Scotty Moe for show. Oh, Scotty. The first one he asks, he goes, who brought the Dalmatians? I don't know what the fuck he means with this question. Who brought the Dalmatians? Cruella DeVille. That's what I'm going to say. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I don't know what who brought the Dalmatians means. So... Anyway, fuck that question. Uh, what video game? What video game did not need cutscenes? Trying to think of something that maybe didn't need cutscenes. What didn't need cutscenes? I mean, shit. Yeah. That... Uh, what was? What's the PS2 games? It's not Xeno, Xeno Gears, or there was like two or three games on the PS2, a Xeno Saga maybe uh-huh. that was like. Goddamn like a fucking movie and you didn't play the game. Oh oh, wasn't that originally uh Guns of the patriot 2 Guns, Guns like of the Patriots 4? C- Metal
1: Gear Solid? Guns of the Patriots yeah, 4. Metal Gear
0: Solid, yeah. <laughs> no, like I heard those cutscenes could like the cutscenes are like granted, there that's a lot of lore. Yeah. So like I don't know about Xeno Saga or whatever the fuck it was, but maybe you could have cut back. It did it didn't not no. need cutscenes, but it probably could have cut back. I
1: got it. Some. You know what video game didn't need okay. cutscenes? Okay. Fucking Bubsy 3D. Bubsy 3D had cutscenes. Yeah, most of the money was put into those cutscenes. Did not need those cutscenes at all.
0: So that's yeah. my answer. I'm ch- I'm trying to think of a game that I play. I don't know, I'll play only good games. So, there you go. Uh, <laughs> that's a fucking lie, I don't play only good games. Uh, Now, I'll go with Bubsy as well, because I cannot think of one right now. Uh Scotty's third question says any campy games you love or just enjoy because they are so bad. I've got some on like the I like uh I mean I like Buck Bumble. I don't know if it's necessarily bad. Yeah. I think the controls are actually pretty good in it. Uh I like Buck Bumble uh something that's bad that I like. People are always telling me that Snowboard Kids Two is bad, but it's not actually bad. So (laughs) people are just assholes. I don't know. It's just those. I can't think of one like like the name of it, but it's usually those games that they're so bad that you have a good time with them because you're playing them with friends. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to.
1: I'm. I mean, yeah, that could be a a good option and good reasoning, but I'm trying to figure out a game that was just like, God, this is bad, but I'm here enjoying it, like.
0: And that's campy, or just a game that like maybe people don't like, but you enjoy or something like that. I don't know. Now that's that. That's what I will say is if a game is bad. Oh, okay, I mean, you can take that for like Sonic Shuffle. Sonic Shuffle is actually, is legitimately a bad. Uh, the Mario Party games too, especially the early yeah. ones. They're legitimately bad games. Like they're not super great, but they're fun to fuck with other people when you play like, with friends and play stuff four that, people. Yeah. Cause you're playing with friends, like we, you know, firsthand, like the first two Mario Party games with, that we've done. Sonic shuffles the same way. It's not a great game, but for some reason, you have a fucking good time when you're playing it because it's so yeah. bad. So, I don't know. A lot of you get a lot of like Nintendo games too. Like you're just like this is garbage, but for some reason, I'm having fun with it. So yeah,
1: I'm I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head that I'm just like it's a guilty pleasure or something like that. But most of them, I I can't even say. Like, I, I think Game Boy Advance. I'm thinking Game Boy Advance right now because of the just recent mod. And I'm like, oh, Final Fight. But, like, Final Fight is a good game. It's not a bad game. It's a great game. And I'm like, yeah. so I don't think I have one. I don't like these questions. That, I
0: guess I... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, Scotty's next question says, money is no limit. What is your ultimate custom stick or controller? Uh, if money is no option, I want that fucking big ass have you ever seen this it's for one of the not mech warrior but it's for one of those games that's like yeah. that it's this fucking huge ass control panel exactly all what you're shit. talking about yeah well it's not metal wolf chaos either but what is that fucking controller but that's uh i would want something of that caliber it's like a tank controller yeah uh it's something of that color uh caliber but i would want like a fucking uh cup holder with it or something like that uh let's see tank controller i'm gonna look this up while you tell us a little bit about yours
1: um jeez what kind of controller would i have i don't know i have always been i've always enjoyed the uh the setups like the the driving rigs uh shout out to i am han yolo oh yeah he just got himself a nice little custom uh racing chair and the driving steering wheel with shifter and all that stuff um, I've always enjoyed those. I've seen those are pretty cool. And also like the big rig ones that we were talking about. So if I could set up something where like, it's either the driving one or like something for is combat zero, or it's like the actual, like you're driving the pilot, like, you know, the jet, <laughs> that would be pretty wild.
0: Oh, what you need to do is, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to a round one, but when we went out to California, we went to one and they had steel battalion. That's what it is. The steel battalion controller. Uh, <laughs> Uh, But if you go out to round one, they have a game. uh, It's like a Gundam game where you get into the cockpit and all even the door that you just came in on. It's all TV panels for the video game. And it was legitimately the first game where I almost thought I was going to throw up. It's
1: funny that you bring that up because when I when round one first opened up here in Vegas, I was super excited because I was like, oh, Japanese arcade systems, the Gundam uh, machine. Let's go. And they had about only. Six, no, eight, because it was evened out. Uh, Japanese arcades, like, put in a corner. All Street Fighter. Like, nothing yet different.
0: And they had no Gundam machine. That sucks. We also, they also had the gun. They had the game where it was like you were piloting a, like a mech, but you had two guns, and you could do, like, put the guns get together and do, like, this big nice. fucking move and all this other shit. No, this is the Steel Battalion controller. It has fucking pedals with it. It has, like, control gauges. It has two joysticks and all that shit. Yeah. Like, we could soup this baby up. Uh... Also, I mean, if I could just build a like arcade, like kind of like the racing rig, like you said, but I would want it to be like a zero G one, to, so I could play F Zero G A X, like yeah. the arcade game. So it'd be something like that. Or other than that, I just spend like something on a solid gold fight stick. So there we there go. There it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, Steel Battalion's fucking. I've never played the game, but the controller is fucking bonkers, and I love it. Uh let's see what else Scotty's got. Uh what video game energy drink needs to exist? I mean shit, like all the big ones are like exist already. Like oh, I need the Sonic Speed drink or like the T-Virus energy drink. Like those exist. I don't know.
1: I I'm I'm still trying to figure out this. I'm not a real gamer, guys. I hate PCs. I hate G Fuel. Shit. Like I don't Fake gamer girl. <laughs> I I just don't, uh, yeah, I f- don't get the whole G Fuel thing, man. And I see these flavors and I'm just like I guess.
0: G feels actually really... Well, the thing is, G feels really good. Uh, no sugar in it, and it gives me the caffeine that I need. So that's my biggest thing. I gotta look into the uh, C4
1: stuff that I have, man, because
0: this... C4? Yeah, you
1: never heard of C4 Energy?
0: I think, maybe? I don't know. Uh, well, uh, energy drinks that need to exist. I don't know. You can do... Uh, you can do... <sighs> I don't know. Maybe there's like a nickel. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, C4 Sport. Yeah, I've seen it. Is that like a pre-workout or is that like an energy It's
1: drink? a pre-workout explosive energy and performance is what it's called. America's number one pre-workout brand. But I use it like for exams times when I'm like feeling sleepy or tired. And like while I'm streaming or I something, can... I'll dip it into my water and then I'm just like,
0: woo, I'm all jacked up. Yeah, because it's, le- it's legal meth. It's legal meth is Basically. what it is. Because... It's because I took when I was uh, traveling for work. uh, There was a guy that I worked with on my team, and he always went. He he was very like fit, and he would fast and only eat certain times of the day. And I was like, man, like when do you work out? He's like, I work out at like four thirty in the morning. And I was like, what the fuck? He's like, I go to bed at eight, son. And I was like, what the fuck? He's like, come work out with me one morning. I was like, all right, I'll go work out with you one morning. And he gave me this. He gave me like a this little pat like. A scoop of this powder. He's like, put it in there, put this much water, and drink it before we get to the gym. So I drink it, and I was like, all right, this is a pre-workout. It's like an energy drink and all that shit. Dude, after like 30 minutes, I could feel everything in my body. You, the, you that feeling. Feeling yeah. that, uh, the tingling feeling, yeah. The tingling. So it's like if your foot's asleep, without the pain. It's just that tinglingness. I was like, oh, fuck, let's go. And I was like, what did you give me? He's like, that's legal meth, is what that is. <laughs> and I was like, holy legal shit. Legal meth. So... Yeah, it doesn't it not uh, show any
1: sugars. Potassium, sodium, magnesium, calcium, vitamin B twelve, vitamin B six.
0: I mean, we have the, the Mega Man like energy we need wall chicken energy drink. That's we need a Castlevania the wall meat. energy drink, is what we need. Wall wall chicken. Yeah. It has to be it has to be called wall chicken. But it's
1: not chicken. Wall chicken smoothie. That's the interesting see, that's the first misconception that a lot of people have. If you look at the first Castlevania manual, you know, it's a pork chop. It's, wall it's a pork chop. It's
0: wall meat, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> that is not. No, I play Castlevania 1 all the time. That is a fucking chicken. It's a roasted chicken. No, it's a pork chop. No, it's not. Well, the not, bigger one. That's not what a pork chop. One, hold yeah. The bigger one. Hold your fucking assholes right now. Castlevania. I'll, and I'll even, like, I won't be biased. I'll say wall meat. <laughs> we'll see what comes up. That is a fucking chicken leg. It's a pork chop, according to the manual. Is it just wall meat? Pork chop? That's stupid. <laughs> I would say even if it maybe I don't even know what mutton's made out of. Maybe it's mutton. Mutton is beef or lamb. What was a? It? Is I don't know what the it's wall chicken. It's Fuck a, y'all. That's I'm what it is, you, man. <laughs> it's a pork chop. Wall chicken. Wall chicken versus wall pork. Wall meat. Uh what the fuck were you talking about? All right, give me Wall-Meat Wall-Meat <laughs> energy drink. There you go.
1: <laughs> I don't know, have they have uh, they come out with a uh, a metal gear one?
0: G- Nano machines. Like that's a perfect energy drink right there. <laughs> Nano j- Look, basically we're trying to figure out drink I mean, they even have like a mega potion energy yeah. drink with G- fuel from shit. Monster yeah. Hunter. Yeah, yeah. So, uh there's got to be like a Phoenix Down or something like that. Something called the Phoenix Down maybe final fantasy or i'm trying to think of other sonic related ones i mean sonic ones already exist and shit so but uh what else we got oh connor decided to do five questions as and well. i'm and i'm so reading one of his do? questions
1: question number 7 is technically can be a spoiler for anybody who hasn't watched the movie cuz i'm reading it right now and i'm all like right. well fuck
0: <laughs> all right then we'll uh we'll, hold, we'll we'll hold off on that one then so uh, Number six, or, or he says number six. This is his first question is, do we need more curry flavors based on Sonic Friends? Absolutely fucking not. You know about the Sonic yeah, curry, Yeah, right? I remember reading about it and just kind of, eh. I'm. Diego from Megavisions, he's one of our subject matter experts and our news writers in there, he fucking bought it and ate it. He's the only one on <laughs> Megavisions that ate that shit, and his name, like, you know how you can have, like, a subtitle underneath your name in Discord? Yeah. His says... Uh, Sonic Curry Champ is what it's it's called. There you go. So to answer your question, fucking no, and go ask Diego how that shit tasted because I'm not eating blue fucking curry. Fuck that shit. Blue fucking curry. All right, we're going to... We're going to skip his second question. Do you have any, Do you think there nope. should be more? I I, it? I, I thought okay. it shouldn't have been a fir- uh, thing in the first place. <laughs> I mean, you could do a Knuckles one. Okay, the most logical ones would be a Tails or a Knuckles well, see, one. But, see, but you're, opening, one up, you're opening, be like a opening
1: up to things that we don't want. It's already blue curry, red curry for Knuckles. If it tastes Orange good. Orange curry is the only one that's going to look normal. And then you're going to have to create a black one for Shadow. And it's probably going to be Squidding.
0: I've had squid. Not bad. I'm not saying it's bad.
1: But it's not needed.
0: Well, a lot of things aren't needed in the world, Eddie. Look at all that look at that stack of fucking Switch games next to you. That's not needed. Hey. You're right. Don't call me, don't call you out. all right. Well, we're going to skip that second question cuz it has a potential spoiler in it uh who do you think makes lebron a coward deep down to his wait what do you think makes lebron a coward deep down to his core based on his refusal to you i don't know all right that's a spoiler one too i don't these are two space jam yeah that's what i'm saying Uh, i don't
1: understand where this is coming from (laughs) like all
0: right we'll cut those two questions his other ones i think are fine though uh his third question is favorite music tracks from video games that you think people need to know about Ooh, I mean, uh, people didn't know about Streets of Rage 4 soundtrack. That soundtrack's phenomenal. Nah,
1: people, but see, people, everybody knows the Streets of Rage 4 right now because it's the new thing. Like, even if you didn't... Double Dragon Neon? Who? Double Dragon Neon would be a good one. Du-
0: Double Dragon Neon uh, would be a good Scott one. Scott Pilgrim? Scott Pilgrim would be a good one, too. Uh, let's think of, like, old retro. I mean, everyone knows about Super Mario RPG there and, like, found and all that there shit.
1: There was one where, um... God damn it, what was it called? What was that game called? Where I just found out that, uh... Uh i'm blanking out super hard right now it's like a, a hack and slash indie game and they use actual um music from oh, an artist it? what the hell was he called and it's the soundtrack is just amazing i'm drawing a blank here but continue on with yours while i find this uh uh
0: here what we'll do is we'll go into my video what all video game osts i ha- have uh more people need to listen uh people know about Oh, Donkey Kong Country 2. The soundtrack's phenomenal. Yeah. Every song in that game is good. F-Zero music. uh, Maybe not F-Zero on Super Nintendo, but like F-Zero X and F-Zero GX. That music's really good. Uh, Everyone likes Jet Set Radio. They know about Jet Set Radio. Legend of Dragoon music's really good.
1: Oh, Legend of Dragoon. Oh. We
0: can't go on episode. Fuck that. Without... <laughs> pa- Panzer Paladin. Panzer Paladin, the, the indie game that came out last year, that uh, soundtrack is amazing and you should go listen to the it. The game it's very, is very called good.
1: Fury. And the soundtrack was created or they use uh,
0: or or original music was made by Carpenter Brute. Oh yeah, Carpenter I know Carpenter Brute. Yeah, that's so the game is called Fury. Fury yeah, F U R I video game. He also did music for a movie called, like, Blood Machine and all this other stuff. Jet Grind Radio is a really good one from, that's coming from chat. Uh, yeah, okay, here we go. Fury. That makes sense. That's good music. Uh, F-U-R-I. Uh, oh, is it F-U-R-I? Yeah. That's a different game. Oh, yeah, that's a different, that's a di- totally mm-hmm. different game. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, this, I do remember this mm-hmm. game
1: now. I didn't know he worked yep. on this. It's a great indie hack and slash. A, I just came across it not too long ago. I was watching, uh, shout out to Super Pretzel Punch. Super Pretzel Punch. And um, I heard the music and I was like, dude, this sounds like Carpenter Brute. And someone in chat was like, sure is.
0: <laughs> sure is. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm going to have to check that out. I like that. Uh, Scourge Bringer soundtrack is really good too. That's an indie uh, kind of like, it's like Celeste, but with hack and slashes nice. as well. Okay. And uh that soundtrack's really fucking good. I'm trying
1: so to think of what other that games well. that I have that are like, oh man, he's fucking the sound is just amazing. And
0: then the Sonic R the Sonic R soundtrack. Everyone should go check the that Sonic out. Sonic R one. <laughs> it's good, man. It's uh it's a it's a soundtrack that I only liked one song in the beginning, but it slowly started growing on me. Like I like all the songs. There you
1: now. go, fuck yeah, that's tough uh
0: let's see his last question is since the stream deck is basically the switch pro at this point what games previously stuck on desktop lap slash laptop slash non mobile console do you want to try out on it uh, I mean I want to try out I want I really want to try out the high end like I want to try out doom eternal on it because I want to test it and all that yeah. stuff and I mean of course the porn games I just want to be like hey I'm playing a porn you game go. fuck y'all like <laughs> I think I think uh, if, you
1: know I, what, though if anything that would be my answer for that too it's like the adult-only games on Steam that I'm like, fuck, I wish I could play this on the Switch.
0: Yeah, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> just like uh, No, the one thing I forgot I was talking about, it was one of the reasons that I even like thought the stream deck was going to be very interesting, was uh, Final Fantasy 14. Oh, yeah. It is going to, need to be very interesting to see Final Fantasy 14 on. I mean, someone's like, you can play it on a laptop, it's mobile, you dumb fuck. And I'm like, not like this. Like that game. So, for people that don't know, Final Fantasy XIV is super optimized for a controller. Yeah, some people play it strict, like they plug a controller into their PC to play it. Like they love it that much. It's very good. Uh, I'm very excited to see how the uh, Final Fantasy XIV is going to play on that because it can, you can launch it through the Steam, through the Steam app and play yeah. it. So I mean you could literally put any game in your Steam library and then launch as it. As long as Steam. yeah, as
1: long as it's on a Nintendo Sony or Microsoft exclusive, then you're fine. You're gonna
0: have multiple games on there. Um and that's the beauty of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. That's what I'm super excited for. So and then and then Eddie says <laughs> all the porn games. Yeah. <laughs> And then the last thing that we're gonna pull up here is uh, a little addendum to Scotty's. He says, "Bonus Steam Deck Y2K editions by a fan." Uh, <laughs> what he shows here is a tweet. Uh, Does all tech need to be- uh, go back to the transparent candy shells? So someone has mocked up some Steam Deck Y2K editions, which makes them have like a transparent like N64 yep. shell and stuff like that. Uh, I totally fucking buy these. Like, give me these. I would buy that or oh, that pink orange one. Or not pink orange, but the pink uh, like purplish looking one. And it's like the beat.
1: Game Boy Advances ones, like when they came out with like the purple one, the ice one, the blue yeah. one, and not the Dr- the Dreamcast controllers. Yes, yeah. those two, or the Nintendo sixty four systems as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I one hundred percent. These need to come back because I would not buy all of them, but I would like to have. I mean, now that I think about it, because I modded my Switch's case and the Joy Cons, I wonder if there is going to be some way you could do that with the Steam. Pretty day. sure there is. I'm pretty sure. It's just a housing. Yeah. It's just a housing. So we'll see. We'll definitely see. So uh I think that's all the questions we have for this week.
2: So that was a lot of questions. I'm not on. gonna lie though.
0: Uh Scotty, so back in the day, Scotty used to do that. When we had no one asking questions, Scotty would jump in with five questions that he would just think of off the top of his head. And usually whenever he does that, it becomes a trend and everybody and a mama does ah. it. So <laughs> uh but Let's move on. Uh, Eddie, what are you going to be doing this week? Uh, I don't know. I still haven't gone back to stream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, your internet's still kind of on the No, frisk, the internet's
1: fine. The internet's working fine. It was just something that was going on last week. There was somebody that was dealing with a similar issue as mine, and once they go into it, like it just happens. I know Zombie Hunter has been wanting to do some anime. I've just got to set it up and let boom, let's go.
0: Um. Now let me ask you. I have to ask Getty. Are you experiencing some burnout right now? In regarding what? There's a lot of burnout going. And there's a what? lot of burnout going on. I'm gonna specifically ask her uh, when it comes to streaming. Um, so. I don't
1: know if it's a burnout. Con- uh, I don't know if it's a burnout for streaming. I think it's more of a burnout personally. That's affecting the you, stream. That I feel that I c-
0: you got a lot of shit going on on the yeah,
1: outside. That's affecting that I can't. I can't gotcha. give my full energy to the stream right now. Um, and even little things like this has just been kind of like uh, rough. And what you've seen, like when I would talk about, like dude, like every t- every time we've done something, I'd be like, hey man, like I'm just. This is what's going on right now. Just FYI, I have to dip yeah. early. I'm dying.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, rich man's disease or gout or whatever the hell it is. I never I, heard
0: the gout called rich man's yeah, disease until today. Have I. So.
1: Um, but yeah, no, no. It's just uh, I, I'd like to like at least do that. Other than that, I've been working on some new um, um, merchandising stuff um, and setting up that new store. Yes. I'm finally moving away from Teesprings. So I'm going to set everything up through uh, – um, through Stream Elements, um, as I've gotten a couple of shirts from them and including this one that I'm wearing right now. Uh, shout out to Game Tracks. Um, yep. And I like how they feel, I like how they're very comfortable. So,
0: I'm interested. I'm, I need to check into those then.
1: Yeah. Like, I bought this one and it's like kind of like stretch, not stretchy, but it's just, it's good. It's a good brand. It's a really, really good
0: brand. It's got, it's got some good pull to it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been working on that. Um, and I'm trying to think of what else.
0: I will say, I hope you're going to join us because we're doing Sonic and All Stars. Oh Red yeah, and yeah. So screen. I got
1: to, I got to get yeah. that uh, down too. So actually, fuck, I got to install that soon and then download <laughs> and get all that done. But yeah, I'll be doing that. Um, Friday actually, I might have another collab with a friend too. Um, WT- WTF? Nice. It's Ed. He's been doing these digital graphic novels and has been having guests pop onto the stream and basically just, uh, doing voices for the characters and having a blast and just shooting the shit. So Uh-oh. I'll probably
0: someone's becoming a voice nah, actor.
1: <laughs> just uh, having fun, you know what I mean? But like, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I'll be doing. Yeah. I want to start Skyward Sword. As it's the only Zelda game that I haven't played on console,
0: um, I've never played it before. I need to pick it up, and I'd like to play it. I'm not gonna play that on stream though. I think same I'm thing. Play it off stream.
1: I've been. Uh, that's what I've been telling myself that I've been. I need to be. I need to be doing a lot of shit, guys. I apologize to anybody out there who has been looking forward to my streams. I've gotten and, messages, and I and I appreciate you guys. Thank you for reaching out. It's definitely an all me thing right now that I'm trying to
0: work on. Scrubverse is going insane right now. I'm surprised we're ever even able to get a podcast yeah. going. So,
1: but uh, I'll be I'll be coming back hopefully soon.
0: <laughs> what nice, about you? What do you got nice. going on? I got a couple streams going on. Uh, I'll be doing the Sonic and All Stars Racing transformed on Thursday night over on Twitch.tv/slash Megavisions. Go check them out. Follow them. Join their Discord if you're interested in that. Uh, I've decided that Mondays and Tuesday nights are gonna be my off nights regardless of anything. I mean besides if we have to do like a podcast or something like that, but I need some nights off. And uh might go back to some darkest dungeon. I'm going to uh, a magic tournament. first time I've played magic in person with my friends for, I mean over a year since pandemic. And uh, I'm going to play test it, go to hang out and play test with them on Friday night. so there's no stream on Friday night. and then Saturday we're going to Little Rock for a big tournament. Uh, we are called the O2 Crew because what that means is O2 means you lost two games and you're dropping out of the the tournament, so you're going to go home early. So (laughs) what we're going to do is if we do well, we're going to stick around. If we all do bad, we're going to drop, and then we're going to go hang out and grab some beers or something like that. But then other than that, I got some stuff working in the background. Scotty and I have something that we're working on that we're hoping to reveal soon. I don't know yet. Uh, but no, uh, just make sure to go check me out on twitch.tv slash tornado underscore Jones. Also make sure on the, on anywhere you listen to this podcast, uh, if that be iTunes, you know, all that stuff, make sure to rate, subscribe and comment on anything. If you can any, any kind of interaction, whether it's good or bad looks good because we're getting traffic. So, uh, yeah, go check out our merch as well. You can go check out our merch over on Redbubble. Uh, I think it's uh, just search Scrubverse. I need—I ch- haven't checked our merch in a while because we had some people stealing our design and putting it up on their channels. Really? Uh, in Redbubble. Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever got that first one resolved, but I haven't checked our merch in a long time, so I need to go check that out. Uh, but no, th- I think that's really going to be it from us. Uh, so we're going to wish you all a good week and enjoy this interview that we had with uh phenomenon he's an awesome twitch partner and took some time out of his busy schedule uh, to hang out with some dumbasses so <laughs> accurate 100% yeah. accurate so take care everyone we'll see y'all later first and foremost I want to thank uh,
1: phenomenon thank you for joining us today and taking time off your busy schedule I know it's uh it can be a bit hectic but we really do appreciate you having you Uh, today on the Scrubverse podcast and giving us a little insight of who you are what your stream is about and what your content overall creation is about so thank you first and foremost and welcome on in
3: right on
1: yeah so uh tell us a bit about yourself what is who is phenomenon and like where did your username come from um give us a little insight on all of that
3: Who is Phenomenon? Dude, you know, that's a question I ask myself every day. I don't know. (laughs) It's a good question. Man, we're getting existential and I didn't even finish my coffee yet.
2: First
0: question, right? (laughs) Right. They get easier, trust (laughs) me.
3: (laughs) I am a retro streamer primarily on uh, Twitch TV. Uh, I share various other content on other platforms out there. Uh, with middling success there, but the Twitch is really the bread and butter. Uh, partnered streamer, I've been streaming uh, almost five and a half years now. Three years, nice. full, three years full time. Um, uh, I stream a lot of RPGs too. Like we're big on RPGs. That's a big thing I really like. So a lot of the time we end up doing retro RPGs. So it kind of combines it together. I uh, also right. like D and D a lot. I uh, Recently this year, completed a 78-session-long epic campaign that we started on wow. Saturday. Damn. Yeah, that was, uh, that was awesome. What a group. It's I don't know if any of y'all played D&D before, but... I've dabbled in it. Dabbled? All right, well, I think any adult can relate to this, but <laughs> try getting four to six adults together in, in the same time every single week. It's like,
0: and you did this during pandemic as well, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's impressive, sir.
3: It's like trying to pull teeth from a, little, a rabid lion. It's just impossible. But we, it is, and it's, like, and not only
1: that, but it's like different time zones that you're talking about too, right? It's yeah. not just everybody in the centralized zone. It's just east, west, everywhere, huh? It's crazy. Yeah,
3: and one of our players went from Pacific during the campaign to Eastern, and then at, near the end of the campaign back to Pacific. Uh, one of our Jeez. players was in Hawaii, so like, yeah, it was it was it was challenging.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's tough because Chris, Chris, and Eddie and I were all three in different time zones. But yeah. to do a D and D session like that, and I've been in I've been in some D. The reason I don't play D and D, my imagination is really bad. Like, I realize that video games uh, bring out a lot of my imagination. So I've never really had like a really I guess you could say positive D and D experience, but. I respect it because I've seen a lot of cool stuff that you can do with D and D sessions.
3: You would probably like the state of playing D and D online at this point because there is a staggering amount of visual aid out there now. Uh, the most recent one shot I did uh, a few weeks back, we used this new program called Tailspire. and okay. it's a fully three realized like three D visual custom software that you basically create your maps on and the players basically move their minis on this like fully 3d terrain with full camera control. Oh wow. Yeah. It's exceptionally impressive. So for people who, you know, struggle to have that picture painted for them in their mind, Mm -hmm. you have this peerless visual aid so that they always feel like they're, you know, inside the game.
1: And that's something that's available through uh, steam, right?
3: Yeah, it's in early access right now on Steam.
0: Nice. I'm definitely gonna check that out because that's one of the biggest problems. Is I'm just like when we were playing because uh, I, I think I had an arc, bo- an arc, orc bard, mm-hmm. and uh, I almost died because I fell in water because I had no swimming. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> at the end of the, the the ordeal, like us crossing a bridge, took us 30 minutes. And my DM, who was my best buddy at the time, he just looks at us and goes, "That wasn't your encounter, but it became your encounter." So. <laughs> But no, having that I feel like would definitely help me because just having that visual, like you said, that that sounds really cool. I'm gonna look into that.
3: Yeah, um, if you look in um, my collections on my Twitch channel, there should be one of uh, D and D one shots. It should be the most recent one. Uh, I believe it was called okay. a Wild Sheep Chase. The DM was okay. the DM was Madam Gandalf. I was one of the players. Uh, I do. I, I like. This is how I like to do one shots. I find a DM to run a one shot. Okay. I'm one of the players and I invite two people. And I asked the DM to invite two people. Because I like the whole idea of getting like different communities together in one place. Right. I uh, met a lot of cool people doing it this way. Um, one of these days I want to get like a sanctuary team, Twitch team sanctuary. Only one shot of D&D if possible. That's going to be hard to do though.
1: Yeah, I remember you had a uh, you've had a couple of people from the sanctuary team already because I uh, watched the D and D session that you had with Ash said hi and then this latest one the wild sheep chase that was the one right with uh, mm-hmm. tragic on
3: Twitch, yeah, and tragic Legion Arcade, and, uh, yeah, yeah, I had them too on. That one I wanted to do like the the sanctuary only, but we just couldn't get enough people for it. But I wasn't gonna tell Tragic and Legion oh since it's not sanctuary only you can't do it anymore. That would have been shitty yeah so, right. <laughs> I was like, no no we're still playing this is gonna be great you ain't going nowhere there
0: you go you're working tonight let's do it so <laughs>
1: now you've been streaming for you said about five and a half years uh and yeah. i know you're part of team sanctuary but you're involved in other teams as well how many uh teams are you a part of
3: honestly i only am in two twitch teams and they both oh. happen like within this couple days of each other um nice so when Ash made sanctuary, she invited me, and not too long after, Mister R Knight uh, invited me to Casters of the Round.
1: Ah, there you go. <clears throat> nice, yeah, yeah. Because you always hear about these teams and stuff. Like, I just recently mm. found out that like, you can have up to like twenty teams apparently.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I was just like, I thought it was like sacred. I thought it was just like four, and that's it.
3: <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's it's pretty open ended, honestly. Like the teams thing is pretty featureless twitch has basically ignored it for years but i've noticed that you get what you get out of teams what you make of it um like if a team is just yo i want you on my team and that's it like okay cool we're affiliated but at the end of the day we don't really do anything so yeah a good twitch team problem i'm having yeah a good twitch team really needs to have some kind of like clear mission statement direction strong leadership uh, community involvement for it to actually be more than just yo, we're a bunch of names on a list together, you know? Yeah, that's true.
0: It's about those collabs, man. That's like if uh, if we were ever to get to a point where like Scrubverse, because that's one of the things. If Scrubverse were to get big enough to create their own team and everything, it would just be Team Scrubverse, and then we'd be like, hey, we're wanting to collab, doing this. Who's up for that and all that stuff? That's that's really what it needs to be. Is keeping the collabs are what are really fun. Eddie and I have done lots of collabs with some other people. And it's just – you get that you get that sometimes where people come into your chat. You're like, oh, who's this new person? You're like, oh, I'm about to tell you who this new person is. And then they're just like, I've never heard of this. And that's the coolest part about it for me.
1: Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. I mean, it's interesting too because it's like like uh, you said, Finn. It's about the clear mission statement too. And I know uh, Ash with Sanctuary has done a lot of uh, good charity events well, as well. Um, and you've been involved in a couple of those too as well,
3: right? Uh, Ash has done a charity event for – I believe it was called War Child. Uh, to support children who are in war-torn countries. I wasn't a part of that because I already had charity plans coming up. Ah. Um, So the whole thing with like charity streams is this is interesting. Um, The phrase, the charity starts at home, right? I would love to be a part of charity events all the time, but if I do that, I'm not going to be able to do anything for myself, like eat. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to regretfully be like, yo, Ash, I can't do it right now. I got too much going on. She was cool about it. Yeah. Um, uh, But I did recently just do a charity event with Soft Giving, who brings handhelds, video games, computers, consoles to children who are stuck in, like, hospital care for a long term. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, that was really good. We raised $2,800 that night. Wow. Wow. yeah, it was pretty awesome, but I, I kind of am of the mindset I can only do like a couple a year because I have my favorite charity. It's a local no kill cat shelter. I started my own. It was a December twenty nineteen. One of my cats passed away of cancer, and I was like, "Yo, this is you know talk internal dialogue talking to myself. This is too raw. I need to channel this somehow." So after a few weeks, what I did was uh, this charity stream called Purball's Pledge. This cat's name was Purball. I was like, all the money we raised this night, all uh, bits and tips we're going to go towards that cat shelter. And that first night, it was like 500 bucks we raised. It was really cool. So I was like, you know what? I, I liked it so much, I wanted to do it every year, so I did it last year as well in January. Um, we raised, shoot, what was it? I think it was like $1,600 or something like that. Dang. Like we more nice, than tripled man. the last time. Yeah, it was great. Um, and I ran it like, I don't know if any of you folks have ever watched those speed run marathons, like GDQ, yeah. RPG on yeah. break, you know, ESA, stuff like that. I ran it just like that. So I had other content creators come on, apply if, you know, like, Hey, I'm going to do this speed run or I'm just going to showcase this game because all games had to be cat related. So, oh, uh, nice. Okay. okay. Yeah. So Garfield
0: Racing was on the on the docket <laughs> then. Sadly, no
3: Garfield Racing, but we did have two Chester Cheetah games, and oh my god. <laughs> Those are oh Flyers. <laughs> Those
0: Super Nintendo one is real rough. Oh, man. <laughs> what was, was
3: the
1: wild. one, what was the cat game I think it was for the Super Nintendo? It wasn't officially released, at least I'm not aware that it was officially released. I think it was like called Tom's, Tom's something, but it was like Bill Clinton's cat. Had a video
3: game? What? No. Oh, his I... cat's name was Socks, I think.
1: Oh, there you go, Socks. That's what it was. I don't know yeah. what
3: the game was called though. I think I vaguely like. I have a vague recollection of that, but yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. That sounds crazy, but no, I get where you're coming from with the charity stuff because uh, Chris and I and uh, Eddie's been helping with us as well too with some Mega Vision stuff. We work for a uh, Sega like retro inspired magazine called Mega Visions. And uh, every year we do a 24-hour Dreamcast marathon where we just play Dreamcast games and raise money for children hospitals. So oh, right it feels on. really good. Like, we every year we've consistently been breaking our goals. So it feels really good just to do that. Be like, hey, we raised all this money and we're just a bunch of doofuses that are playing video games. Like, <laughs> that's all it is. So It's, it's
3: yeah, the- not only oh, – go ahead, good ahead. I was gonna say, the, like, there's a downside to all of it, which is unfortunate, and I see this. Um, I expected this, just not this much. But the charity stream I did for Soft Giving was the twenty, like twenty eighth. It was like the end of last month, something like that. Twenty sixth, anyway. Since then, I've gotten like three or four emails from other charity organizations. Like, yo, we want you to do this charity event. We want you to do this yep. one. I I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one person. Yeah. Like, I would love to help. I promise you. But I don't want to turn into one of those streamers who, where I feel like I'm just bleeding the community's money dry every month for some charity. You know, like there's there's a there's a fine line there. Um, everybody wants to help but they can't and i don't want people to feel guilty because they can't participate in like monthly charity events it's it's just a bit much
1: not only that but it was like i was going to go into saying is that you have to believe in the cause of the charity too it has to hold some value personally um i think uh for it to be successful anybody can start up a charity but if you don't know what you're talking about or you don't know what the charity is in mind for then what's the point right
3: right And that's why I took that soft giving uh, charity. Like they did a whole pitch. Like they presented who they were, what they expected, how much of the logistics and the you know heavy lifting they were going to handle was really impressive. But the the main reason I decided to work with them with this was for what you just said, Eddie. That personal connection because in oh seven oh eight I myself had cancer, and the best thing for me. That made it work was to treat the whole ordeal like it was just some giant ass inconvenience. I just I would go to chemo, you know, radiation. Like, yeah, yeah, let's get this over with. I want to go home and play games. Yeah, like video games. Like we were supplying games to children stuck in hospitals, and for me, that's the thing that kept me sane. Was just yo, I got all these cool games I can go play. I just I'm I'm in house arrest because you know no immune system. Yeah, so right. yo, let's let's dive in. Let's see what we can play, and it worked for me. So I was like, I know. Speaking firsthand, it can work. So I wanted to help facilitate that for others. Nice, right yeah, on. hell yeah. So
1: what 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 got you started on streaming? What what made you? What was the definitive moment that you're like, I want to give this a shot?
3: Um, it was back in 2015. I was in this guild in Path of Exile, uh, and the guild leader was notorious in the community. Not in a bad way, but he was this guy who would constantly find the weirdest ways to break the game, uh, and then he would put it on, like, YouTube or stream it on Twitch. <clears throat> like, everybody in the community knows this guy. Um, mm-hmm. And it's my guild leader. And so I would watch his videos sometimes, and every once in a while I'd click on his, like, Twitch stream or whatever. And there'd be, like, 80 people watching or something crazy like that. Like, wow, what is this? Like, So, like, I was aware of Twitch because of that. Uh, But never streamed myself. So one day I decide, okay, so what is this Twitch thing all about? And I decide to go to the website um, and search for some old games I played as a kid in the 90s. And the first game I searched for is this. Of all the games out there, this is what I picked. This terrible Super Nintendo JRPG called Seventh Saga. I can bet
0: money that Chris would know that RPG cuz Chris <laughs> is a huge RPG guy too. So <laughs>
3: it's it's like it's one of those games that had potential but they botched the localization. So like whenever you level up, your stats don't raise as much as all your rivals or some bosses who scale with you. So, oh. so if you don't level enough, you're underpowered and you can't kill your rivals or the bosses. If you level too much, the rivals and the bosses who scale with you are getting more stats than you per level, so then it's also impossible. So you have to, like, not—you have to grind just the right amount to beat this game. It's stupid. <laughs>
1: and that was it's one like, of those uh, Enix titles, right, from back in the days?
3: Yeah, Enix published it. I can't remember who made it. Enix was a big publisher back then. Obviously, they still are with Square Enix, Um but I don't think they actually developed it. A lot of games people thought were Enix-developed were actually just published, like uh, most of the like or games. Illusion uh, mm-hmm. of Gaia, Soul Blazer, et cetera. That's all Enix-published, not developed. A company called Quintet actually made those. But anyway, I look for this game. I find this guy uh, streaming it. Uh, and he, he's pretty famous in speedrunning communities. His name's PJ Cesare. Everyone just calls him PJ. Um infamous for breaking games all the time and he had like 200 plus people watching him play this terrible jrpg (laughs) and i was floored i'm thinking to myself, wow there's a lot of people that like watching these games that i knew as a kid and he he was it was my first time like actively watching a twitch stream he's getting subs like every few minutes and back then i didn't know how to parse subscription messages so when it said like you know Joey Bobob has subscribed for 18 months. I thought it meant somebody just paid for 18 months of subscription at once. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no idea. I was like,
2: wow, he's making all this these money. ballers. <laughs> yeah, he's just playing
3: his terrible game. I don't get it. Well, he was actually speed running it, so he was really you know, putting on a show. Yeah. And I got interested. I was like, man, if people like watching games like these, I should try. So February 20th, 2016 was my first ever official stream i had streamed path of exile before that but it had a built-in connection in path of exile right. like you would just fill in your information in like the in-game menu and then hit a button and you would it would stream you to twitch but i didn't realize there was a chat room or anything like that
2: Yeah, i was just
3: putting it out there so my first official stream was that day february 20th and i played uh breath of fire 2 retranslation on the super Ooh. Nintendo and I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> there are multiple, multiple instances. I still have that video in my hard drive, by the way, of me not saying a single word for like 40 plus minutes. Oh, I've been
0: there. I'm just like, it's <laughs> like, nobody's here. Who am I going to talk to? Right. And then, like if, if I could talk to myself from now back then, cause I've been streaming on and off. I've been streaming for about two years consistently but like, on and off for about four years. But back then, it's just like, dude, what are you doing? You're just sitting there playing Dark Souls, and you're not saying anything. Like, <laughs> engage. Right. Like, act
3: like there's somebody there. Like, right? Yeah, I man, like every yeah. once in a while, load that up and just cringe so hard. I'm like, say
0: something, yeah. damn it! Yeah. <laughs> you like to look at it and be like, look how far I've come. So, <laughs> yeah, it's
1: true. that. now I know you're you're a big you're a big connoisseur of like actual hardware. So yeah. was that first stream actual hardware as well, or was it just like emulation at the time?
3: It was emulation at the time. I didn't even really understand the concept of a capture card back then. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't even have any retro consoles anymore at the time. Um, back in college, most of my PS1 games were stolen, and my Super Nintendo games and like various consoles were auctioned off in a state sale that I didn't even know about. Yeah, like, I was, you know, I was away at college. The home life was Mm -hmm. not working out for, you know, the people that owned that house, and obviously, you know, I lost out on all that.
0: Yeah, I saw that on your channel, that you can go and check, and, like, you're actually doing that restoration project to try and get all that stuff back into your library. Yeah,
3: yeah, most of it, it, thankfully, I've been able to get back. It's been really nice. Um, Some of it, probably never. Games like Mega Man X3 are several hundred dollars now, so ridiculously overpriced. Oh yeah, oh yeah,
1: that's insane, man. But I mean, it's you know it's been a good, but it's you've been consistent this whole time since you started streaming, or has it been an on and off process for you? Because you know, usually most streamers are when they come in and start it, they see a bit of success, then they fall off, take a break. Um, But was it something that was just kind of always consistent for you?
3: No, when I first started streaming, it was just do it whenever I had time because I was working. At that time, uh, event security for the uh, Chicago White Sox, Bulls, and Blackhawks, in uh, oh, okay. their respective venues. So there were prob, you know, there was concerts and like ice shows and circus and stuff like that. And I was the guy that if there was a shift, I wanted it, and they would always give it to me and even give me extra work. So my schedule was incredibly chaotic, as you can imagine. If any of you, I don't know if any of you follow sports, but yeah, There's not really any I, oh, yeah. consistency to win not, games. game yeah.
1: <laughs> Not only do I follow sports, but my mom also did the uh we used to work events for the Staples Center where the Lakers, the Sparks, the Kings and all oh, that right stuff on. play. So I know exactly what you're talking about, like those late evenings where you start yeah. off like at three or four PM all the way into like midnight or one in the morning, and then yeah. going back the next day to prep. Like, oh, yeah, no, I I get it, dude.
3: Yeah, at one point I was working events for both of those venues. They had also the Bulls specifically had also hired me to work security for their training facility, and I was streaming, so it was like there was no schedule. No, just like oh shit, he's on! Like (laughs) let's watch him. (laughs) There was two instances, um, where I worked thirty two hours straight because of those jobs. Oof, Um, it was like work a night game. Like a baseball night game or hockey game, or whatever. Then I work overnight at the training facility. Then there was a day baseball game after that. Mm-hmm. Then another night game, and then another overnight shift, and that happened like twice. <laughs> so like, Jeez. I, I it would take like an hour nap in my car at one point, but it, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it was like almost a waste of time at that point. That's
0: that's that is insane. It's like I get it. Like you're just like, oh, I got. All this, you know, you got money coming in from all that and all that, but you're like, I got no free time at all. So So
3: Eddie asked about consistency. What ended up happening is 2017, the United Center itself hired me full-time to work building security. So suddenly I have full-time benefits and a consistent schedule. That's when I decided Mm. to be able to set a schedule for Twitch. I'd always wanted to be able to do that because I knew the importance of consistency on a platform like Twitch. Uh, and I was able to do that because of the directly, because I got that job. I didn't have to really work the overnight shifts anymore. Uh, I wasn't really working the event security anymore. So, yeah. Well, you had proven yourself. You're just like, this guy works. He works well.
0: Like he'll do like, that's the biggest thing. Like wh- where I work currently, uh, I used to work at like a much lower level and they're like, well, why, you know, why did he get that promotion or why did he get the more hours? And they were just like, well, I mean, he does he does everything like he takes all the shifts on like he doesn't he doesn't question like if a manager's like, hey, I need someone to cover this. He's the first person to speak up. So, like, I, I feel you on that because it seems like we have a lot of the same work mentality and all that stuff. So,
1: yeah, that's pretty cool right there, man, that like you were able to get that. Um, are you And you're not working there currently anymore, right? You're strictly a full time streamer slash content creator now, right?
3: Right, yeah. So I was doing that full time job uh, for a year or so. Maybe, I don't remember, remember how long it was. It was maybe like a year and a half, something like that. Got promoted to work the Dispatch. Um, there was a lot of downtime, so I found myself in that downtime just thinking about Twitch a lot. Um, never really set out to do Twitch for a living. It was never the goal. I just like doing it. But it started turning out that way. I was getting subs and more average viewers and bits. give subs subs come out, and holy shit, that changed the game for everybody. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, so what I told myself was, okay, if I save up X amount of money, assuming I make $0 on Twitch, I could try this full-time thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I did in July of 2018 left my job both bosses were like super supportive they thought it was an awesome idea uh and i asked the one i was like yo yeah, well, if this doesn't work out can i come back he's like well i can't guarantee you be full-time but yeah for sure like, well, right on just <laughs> <There laughs> <you laughs> some go. kind of security net right yeah yeah because <laughs> wow. yeah, i didn't want to leave myself empty-handed if it crashed and burned which it does for a lot of people
1: it's the mistake um, a lot of folks make honestly it's just a uh, uh, you see it way too often where people are averaging maybe 20 yep. to 25 viewers and getting all these subs, and they get that one good Twitch payout, and then all of a sudden it's just like, I want to be a full-time streamer, but then the next two, three months aren't the same, and all of a sudden they're worried, but it, it's – no, it's – it's uh, you have to be very – strategic is not the word, I guess, but – or maybe it is the word, but you have to be very careful how you play this game or um, how you do your streams because, like you said, it's just you could very well crash and burn.
3: Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't. You know, my viewer average wasn't the best when I started, and my income was probably from Twitch was probably like I don't know, eight hundred or twelve hundred a month, which is pretty good, uh, but really not enough to live on, in my opinion. Mm. Um, but like I said, I saved up a ton of money with the assumption I wouldn't make anything on Twitch so I could try it for a year. Like, yeah, well, let's try full time for a year. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It gave it my best shot. Um, but I've seen people who come to me directly to ask about like streaming full time and they have five, 10 viewer average dozen or so subs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah. it's
3: just, no, you're not there you're, you're. This is a really dangerous line of thinking for you right now. Yeah. The only way you're gonna ever pull out of that is to become some kind of anomaly on the platform. Yeah, because it's like which is a super everybody rare. Everybody streams yeah. now. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: which is a super rare thing. And then you also see the people. Um, or the folks that try to go under the retro community because, oh, this person streams retro and he's having success or she's having success. So I will be able to have the same successes too. And it doesn't work that way, especially, I mean, the retro community itself is a very saturated place. Uh, just to begin with. Everybody plays retro nowadays, you know what I mean? Even if you... I mean, we're at a point where everything, if not anything, is considered retro. If it's not uh, PS5 or Xbox or modern PC, it's considered a retro nowadays. You can play a Tamagotchi on there and it's considered retro.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Tamagotchi. Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, honestly, it would. I would put that in retro. It'd be ridiculous, but... You, I guarantee. <laughs> just a camera on your hands. Yeah. Listen, listen. I'm going to tell you right now, Eddie. If you did that and like a, or anyone like did a Tamagotchi stream and they presented it in a compelling way, I guarantee people show because that's a novelty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could do the we Tiger
1: Electronics stuff and all that jazz. It it, it could work. You got to have clean Eddie hands. Eddie just made his million dollar idea. <laughs> you got there. It is. <laughs> don't chew your nails. You got to have clean
2: hands. Yeah. Get your pedicures. Get your pedicures. Yeah. There you go.
1: <laughs> oh man now i wanted to bring up i wanted to talk about uh your mascot uh and your name i don't think you've yeah. gotten across uh where phenomenon came from the name um and then finny bear right is that his name
3: yeah yeah, yeah. the uh the name is a high school nickname that i've had for like 23 years um it's a portmanteau of the word phenomenon and my last name which I'm obviously not uh, going to dox myself here, but right. <laughs> um, it's fine. No one listens to us. So. <laughs> yeah, I see a little self-deprecation here. I get it. <laughs> so, hey, man, it's worked this far, so I just used it for like Yahoo Mail back in the day and AOL, right. AOL like Instant Messenger. Oh God, um, yeah, I love those. Which man, yeah, just I could still hear those sound effects in my head, which is haunting. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember the boot off of AIM. Like, I still miss it the, sometimes. The freaking so. excessively loud door slams when someone signs off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <the> yeah. <laughs> care the shit out of you. Yeah. Like, wake you up at four <laughs> in the damn morning. Man, I got to log this shit off. <laughs> oh,
0: man. I miss those days, those but then great. also I don't miss those days. Yeah.
3: Because so. you had to put, like, away messages, and usually people just put mm-hmm. some dumbass song lyrics there instead or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> So, yeah, it was a high school nickname. I was like, I'm just going to use this. It's Because what started happening is everywhere I went, people couldn't pronounce it. And I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> so, to this day, anytime I raid someone new or go hang out in a new channel, I'm just laughing because they can't say my name. <laughs> there it is.
0: <laughs> Five, 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 they can't even just... They're just like, I don't know. Thank you for rating me. Oh, man.
3: <laughs> like, I get Phenemon a lot. Like, they forget some letters, and they think it's like a Pokemon <laughs> or something. I get, like, Phenemon, like Cinnamon, and it's just like, oh, yeah. man, this is great. Phenemon. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I got a... I got a big raid from uh Ray Navarez once from a Achie- formerly of Achievement Hunter and when he I go back and watch that VOD and I, I'm like Ray Nev- Navarez, thanks for this raid and I'm just like, Oh my god, I butchered this guy's name.
3: <laughs> Whoops. Right? It's all that's good. That's so great. Mm-hmm.
1: And then and then you got you got uh, folks like uh Dr. Orochi, who then just sit, pronounces them however he wants to pronounce them and that's always great too. Like uh yeah. every time um I believe Inde, you know Inde. Uh um, yeah, comes there. Yeah, it comes in and he'll be like, Hey there, in And I'm like, Why why are we throwing a little bit more to it? Now I'm questioning if I've been saying it right this whole time. <laughs>
0: why are you trying to French it up?
1: So? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so great. Oh, that's great.
3: That's lovely. So name. I kept that name and then you asked about the mascot. <clears throat> I don't remember the direct inspiration. Um but one time it was, like, four or five years ago. I To post on Twitter and Discord, I took a picture of this teddy bear I have. Um, and I put my headphones in, on him and had him hold the keyboard. I thought it was just, you know, just some dumb picture. Like, look, a teddy bear. He's yeah. playing games. He's a streamer. <clears throat> right. And then um, what started catching on was this aesthetic on Twitch. And it was probably some specific channel I saw it on. The whole, like, r- new retro wave, synth wave aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like everybody was doing it. And I was like, oh, I want to do that too. Cause I, you know, I (laughs) didn't know what I was doing as a streamer back then. I was just like, oh, this person's, like you said, this person's doing this. So I got to do it too. I'll be successful. Yeah. Not really, but, you know. So I took that picture one day and I put it in GIMP, which is like free Photoshop, basically. Yeah. Um, I uh, basically turned it into a, the photo into a silhouette and colored it. Um, and I have this. I still have it. Like it, it's, it's terrible looking, honestly. But it was like this. Just this little picture I made. There it is. I'll put it in the the chat if you want to use it for like a visual aid or something. That. Oh, made... there you go. Oh, okay. So I like the colors. Basically, I was like, "Yo, the colors are cool. I want to try to do something with that." And I made it like my Discord server icon. So it
0: just kind of stuck after that. Yeah,
3: like when affiliates, the affiliate program came out. That was big news and we were gonna get one sub emote. That's it. That's all you got. That was yeah. it. <laughs> Affiliate's got one sub emote. They didn't even have tier two or three. Um Oh wow. And so, you know, discussing with the community, I'm like, well what do we do with this? And it was pretty much unanimous to yo, you got this little bear, he's kinda cute. You could do that emotes with that. Just kinda went from there. Now I got like forty emotes or something of that bear. Or <laughs> Isn't it? It's insane. Some, right?
1: some yeah, great animated emotes, too, by the way. I use the steering wheel one all the time. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
3: I was, like, at my animator, I was like, I love this, this Monka steering mode. It's so dumb. Like, can you do anything with this with my bear? He's like, yeah, I'll try. And he, he like, one-shot it. Like, that was his nah. first draft. Man, oh, yeah. I am keeping this. I love that emote.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great one. I use it all the time. That one and then the one where, like, he's reaching out. It's the... uh the uh, go go go, I guess. So you're like saying go go oh, yeah. go, but it looks like he's reaching out too.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Those are fun. That's cool, man. That's like I I, I firmly believe uh, having a little mascot or something like that, like a, a character for your stream, helps out a lot. Not only does it like show um, like it, uh, for the community. I mean, the possibilities are endless too with like merchandising and stickers and emotes and stuff like that. It just it's very it could it's very helpful and very useful. So to people that are always out there, like, well, I don't need anything like that. You just never know. It might work
3: out. <laughs> right. It's When you approach something from a business angle, it's really important to have some kind of unified branding in some fashion, whether it's a mascot or yourself uh, or some kind of aesthetic or all of the above. Um, it's exceptionally important because uh, I see a lot of channels who have some great emotes, but there's are no consistency to like the art style, the quality, yep. or yeah. even – what they're portraying uh and that's nothing against those channels I you know that's people should run their channels how they want to run it but if you're trying to get some more you know visibility uh or have folks or be more memorable i think that kind of unified strategy is far more valuable <laughs>
0: Absolutely. I mean that even even when when with my streams, once I figured out like what I wanted my brand colors to be, yeah. it just it started like I was like, oh, this is how it's gonna work, and then it just started building on top of that. Yeah. That's why I love your little berry emote, because those are the colors of my channel, probably with a thousand other streamers as well. Oh, but yeah, I love I know. the colors.
3: <laughs> like I wanted that the whole like color aesthetic, but I didn't want it to just be yo. I'm another you know, retro synth wave, whatever yeah. crap. Yeah. Like, I don't Vapor know. wave. Yeah. I'd like, I, I, I kept the colors, but I put it on something that's unique. And I think that's why yeah. it worked out. Nice. That's what you got to do. That's
0: uh when I got my current logo that you can see in discord. The minute I got that, like we got it commissioned for stuff that we were doing for mega vision. And uh, the guy did it and I saw it. I was like, Oh my God, this is perfect. Cause all I told him was, Hey, I like green, Lagon, I like pink, and I like blue, and then that's what he made. So, <laughs> And I, I, I love it when you get something like that. You're just like, all right, that's me. That's my brand now, so let's do it.
1: There it is. Now, we were talking about uh, before on the chat, uh, before we started uh, the recording today, about audio. And uh, mm-hmm. I know that you are big. You're heavy on audio and video production. Um, um, and I want to discuss, like, what kind of equipment um, do you run on your stream? And, like, oh how did boy. you get into that? Like, what was, like, yeah. like how, wh- wh- how did that passion come about? Uh,
3: the best way, the most blunt way to put it is uh, positively channeled ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that and, like, one, yeah. I get obsessed with certain things. And i just go head first. And um, I used to watch the streamer called Trevelyan. Um, He was a huge inspiration to me. He was a guy who basically popularized high-quality audio for Twitch itself. uh, Because he presented his channel like it was a radio station, complete with music playlists, bumper sweepers. Some of you may have heard those style of radio adverts on my channel that was directly inspired by Trevelyan. Um, so I was like, yo, how do I make myself sound this good? So I started learning about audio gear. Uh, he had a list of all the equipment he used. So I started looking up the equipment, seeing what it is, what it does. Uh, and the most important thing that I see a lot of folks don't do, even in my community and others is I asked a billion fucking questions to people who knew the answers nonstop. Every day I was trying to learn something about this stuff. Um, you know, some people would get lose their patience with me because I didn't get it. I'm very visually oriented, and if they were trying to explain it in text, a lot of times it didn't click, but there was a lot of really patient people who were very helpful in teaching me how all the audio stuff works. Um, so currently, uh, yes, what audio <laughs> my audio is. <laughs> Dude, I have rack-mounted audio drilled into my desk. <laughs> I'm looking
0: at your picture from your fax uh, yeah. uh, thing that you have on your chat. Yeah, you are. You got some. I thought I liked audio. You're on a whole nother level, man. Like
1: we were talking about it, and uh, because like the streaming audio equipment, like tab, yeah, it just shows everything. Not only usually when people post it, right, like uh, uh, their equipment on there, it's just like, oh, I have a C920, the Blue Yeti, yada yada mm. yada. And so when I clicked on this, I was like, holy shit. I was like, like not only like the cloud lifters, but like the channel strips, the the helicon voice like processors, the mixers, and I'm just like, wow, like this Ho- is impressive, Holy shit, dude. Yeah,
3: this mixer that you have is insane. Oh yeah, the sixteen channel Mackie. Yeah, I love That's it. That's beautiful. Dude, I love it. It's so it's. Here's the thing: I will never tell anyone ever, ever to do the same way audio the same way I do because. It's so complex, Um, Mm -hmm. but the reality is, here's what happens. I have my mic on one channel. I have voice over, like we're doing right now, on a separate stereo channel. I have my FX engine on a separate channel. I have PC audio on a separate stereo input. I have music on a separate input. I have consoles on a separate input, and I have the loop back from the encoding machine on a separate input. So I have immediate physical control over every single audio device that comes into my stream, and that's why I do it that way. I love that. It's amazing. I love that because I do a di- I do a very
0: not dumbed down, but a very like I I do like virtual audio cables. So I have a couple of those where I'll route like Discord through, or I'll route like my music and through, but not on a level that you're doing it. And I mad respect on that audio stuff, man. That's awesome.
3: So Mike alone, just for those curious. I have a Shure SM7B, as a lot of people do, um, that's plugged into a Cloudlifter CL1, which is then plugged into an art voice channel uh, channel strip, and then that is plugged into my Mackie ProFX 16v2. And then that goes USB to the encoding machine, but I also have an aux send, which we're using right now, so that I can isolate the mic for voiceover. Man, oh, man i can
0: only Im- are you taking notes
3: Eddie? i dude i'm, I'm
1: trying <laughs> i'm trying over here man but i have to say i'm only it, it, have you have is there i'm pretty sure there's been a situation if there hasn't kudos for you where like the one update just throws everything off <laughs> like i'm like looking at this and i'm just like holy hell man like trying to figure out if something is wrong here but i'm assuming you've been doing this for quite some time so you you already got it down to a T.
3: I've never really bought any gear without specifically knowing its purpose first. So, no, I've never just bought something because I thought it was cool and, you know, it would improve things. I made sure to do my research beforehand before ever purchasing anything. Like this Mackie mixer, I was sitting on it for a year and a half before I finally bought it because I needed to make sure it would work with my workflow.
0: That's good. That's since we're on the topic. Let me ask: What does the Cloud Lifter do? Uh,
3: It gives twenty-five decibels of pretty much one hundred percent clean gain.
2: Are you kidding me? No, it's
3: amazing.
0: (laughs) That's oh shit! All right, yeah, Uh, it's like one one of the cleanest preamps in existence. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. I found a new friend. So. <laughs> <laughs> so just so
1: so little background, a little background Finn, on on uh, Tornado Jones. Uh, basically, he's the production guy in a lot of the stuff that we do with Scrubverse and Megavisions. Um, yeah. Not only from like the overlays and stuff like that, but making sure that the audio and video qualities, the cameras and everything, is pretty on par for when we stream. So to him, like this is all like gold. This is Christmas. because yeah. <laughs> <Like,
0: laughs> I'm never like because. And I think I come from where you come from too, where you're just like, all right, I want to learn this stuff, so I'm just going to jump in and start asking people. Yeah. Well, I kind of like got like a groove on how like things work for us, mm-hmm. but now it's just like you coming along. You're just like opening my eyes. I'm just like, oh, we could do, it could be so much cooler and mu- so much better. So
3: I've got a lot of research to do. So. Yeah, it's not something you can just like learn in a day. And I, no. I was I. Was tweaking my audio for a good two, three years before I finally settled on a general, you know, workflow and where my settings should be. Most of that is tinkering with that channel strip because it's got you know gain, compression, uh, it's got a deesser, it's got its own EQ. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on there. It's even it even lets you change the impedance on the mic, which is crazy.
2: Yeah, it's wild stuff, it.
3: man, for sure.
1: And, and going going in regards to uh, equipment. Um, we you mentioned your glasses, your eyeglasses that you wear, which are yeah. uh, blue lighting glasses, right? Is that what is that what I understood correctly? Blue block, yeah, blue they, block. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I always wondered, I was just like, how is he seeing through those glasses? <laughs> well,
3: the funny thing is, my CRT monitor is garbage, it's on like max brightness, but still too dark. So, if I'm in a dark area in game, I can't see anything, it's like pitch black to me. I have to just take them off. Yeah, um, But they block 99% of blue wavelength light, a very specific wavelength. They actually sent a blue laser pointer with the uh, shades so you could oh. test it. And, yeah, it completely oh. blocks it. It's, it's crazy. But, yeah, everything looks yellowish basically, and red yeah. when I use it because it yeah. blocks most blues and greens for the most part because uh, green is, like, a, I guess an offshoot of blue or something like that. I don't know. I don't really understand color theory. um but yeah i mean it doesn't necessarily make things darker it just blocks those wavelengths specifically and that's it and then i um the reason i got them was because i was getting ocular migraines a couple times a month uh and it would cause that weird flickery haloing that you get with those which makes you blind in one or two eyes um, and I was also getting fatigue and disorientation from it, so it was literally ruining streams. Because I was you. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, what I was gonna say, because I, I
0: kind of I feel you on that point because you get to a point where you're like I can't. You get nauseous. You're like yeah. I can't do anything. Yeah. I gotta. I literally have to go lay in bed with a pillow over my head and try to go to sleep. Well,
3: thankfully I don't get pain from them. I feel fortunate oh. there, but I do get the fatigue and disorientation. So the whole not being able to see chat. Or when I could, just, I, I do stutter sometimes, and it gets significantly worse with an ocular migraine because I'm so disoriented. Yeah, um, it's completely understandable.
1: And it's good to know that there's options available out there for folks that don't understand, like, and want to do streaming. And, yeah. you know, it, so it's good to know. I wanted to ask about them, yeah, because I remember that was like one of the first things that fascinated me uh, when I first came across your channel. Um, and I want to go back to the equipment, uh, cause I'm looking at the picture right now that you have on there too. And your setup is pretty genius. Like you got everything placed perfectly well, including the cat trees. Um, and I'm loving it. <laughs> 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 I'm loving it. So it's, uh, how that long is did... a
3: little outdated? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, for reference, uh, that big TV isn't there anymore. I put a fourth monitor instead on another arm. Okay. Uh, the light is pointing at the ceiling now, so it does light diffusion instead of just straight down. Uh, so if you have lights like panel lights, good idea well, not I to know. have them pointing right at you. Either put I them in a softbox or have them point at a flat, reflective surface like the ceiling. Um, gotcha, because like, I'll turn on my camera right now. You see mine. Mine are right at me. Yeah. So yeah, I'm- you don't want to do that if you can help it. Uh, Usually I only have like a ring light pointing right at me. It's like I have this tiny ass ring light that was meant for selfies, but it works wonderful for stream. There you Um, go. Okay. The console tower in that picture is has been replaced. The one I have now is six foot two tall. It almost goes to the ceiling.
0: So, I was wondering because I also have a console uh, like tower right next to mine. I was wondering how many streamers, especially like a little bit bigger streamers like yourself ha- if they had one as well. So it's refreshing to see that I'm on the right track. So. And then that
3: couch ain't there either. Uh, I have the wall divider there now, which uh, a room divider there now, where I put all my uh, games and I guess you could call them tchotchkes or whatever, you know, like the, like yeah. the Amiibos and whatever.
1: And this is the same gotcha. This is the same room you've had uh, for quite some time because your yeah. background looks amazing on on stream. You know, oh, yeah, so it's just like, it's it's always, it's interesting to see, like, what we don't see. So looking at it here, it's still, like, very, very organized, and I I I, I love it, man. Is that a mini-fridge on the side of the mixers and all that stuff? Or yeah, the, I used uh...
3: to have a mini-fridge over there. That's where the <laughs> old, I put the old console rack there instead, because that thing was, like, drawing too much power, so. Gotcha. Eh, you know, it was as useful as it is. Eh, I, just, I just got rid of it. I put it in the corner. Somebody grabbed it. Made their day, you know. <clears throat> there it is there you go Oh yeah that's awesome man that is awesome
1: now with such a big with such a big production um do you have like any like pre-streaming rituals you go through before you jump on stream or is it just oh let's go let's uh, let's hear about
3: it ritual is extremely important to me because of the whole like adhd and uh forward it's self-diagnosed i haven't actually gone to a doctor for it but after years of research and talking to people that have it they're like yeah you got it (laughs) yeah like you you got it like it's just not even a question like okay cool but anyway yes um pre-stream rituals turn on the encoding machine because i use a two pc setup that's the first thing uh i gotta make sure i've had my coffee um I have a button on the Stream Deck that loads all necessary programs based on what I'm doing that night. So if it's retro, I push that load button that loads all my programs I need for retro. If it's Zelda stuff, vice versa, you know. Um, I didn't even know you could do that with the Stream Deck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stream Deck. You That's can amazing. do almost anything with the Stream Deck. It is Elgato's best product, and it's not even close. Um, not yeah, just I'm sound excited. effects. <laughs> S- yeah. I never touch OBS when I'm streaming, ever. I just, everything's on the stream deck. Scene transitions, end screens, um, uh, loading programs, all that stuff. It's all on the stream deck. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, you know, I do that. Um, I make sure that if I'm playing a different retro game, I'll change the chat thing there. Um, I close off my room divider because it's got an opening on the end when I'm not streaming, so I close that off. I turn on the channel strip. I turn on the secondary compressor, which I route uh, various things for so that they stay below me when I'm streaming. Um, I plug in the vocoder or the FX engine, and I make sure if I'm doing something retro that my upscalers are all set up properly and they're plugged in to the upscalers. The retro consoles are plugged into the upscalers. Yep.
0: I have a lot of people, though. I've had some people ask me, they're like, how do you get this to look so good? I'm like, uh, let me show you the p- picture that I have behind this TV, and they're like, "There's so many boxes back
3: there." I'm like, "Yep, mm-hmm. oh yeah." I get people that think I'm actually emulating. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm the opposite. When I'm yeah. like emulation,
1: baby, <laughs> that's
3: fine, man. I got no judgment about that at all. That's the easy way no. out, man. That's easy. Like you don't gotta, you don't gotta stress it.
1: Yeah, it's not it. only not, at not all. only you don't know gotta pay
3: for not- it either. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah <laughs> not only that not only do you have you don't have to pay for it but my biggest issue is like uh my current living situation i don't have the room yeah like i really genuinely don't have the room and and that's what makes it really hard it's already tight enough as it is so that's why i'm just like yeah i don't knock anybody for using emulation but i also appreciate the people that take the time and make uh, a mm-hmm. retro game look so good um with all the equipment that
0: they use yeah I recently, uh, about, well, about a year and a half, maybe two years ago, I purchased a, a system called the Retro Freak, mm. and uh, it's, I've I've loved it. Besides the first, like, ba- I had an error on my first one where even Japan, the, the company in Japan was like, we don't know what that is. Send it to us, please. And I was like, okay, and they sent me another one. But I love it because it upscales all the super old games like, you know, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis. It even has like, uh, the, the, what is it the the PC engine? Mm-hmm. It has slots for those games. Uh, the biggest thing that I bought it for was that it lets me play Game Boy Advance games at HDMI, like you know, output and all that stuff. Oh, so nice! I I I really like this system. Is and that a clone it's console? Cool. So what it is is technically the console itself is it's an emulation device, but. To get the ROMs, you could put them on a memory card and just right. plug it into the system and all that. But it has a, a thing where you can scan your game. It has cartridge holes where you put the stuff in and it scans your game onto you know the memory card and all that stuff. So it's like the best of both worlds. Like I'm emulating, but it's because I own the game
3: that I'm emulating it. So. Right on. Yeah, th- I've seen quite a few of those. Clone consoles and cartridge dumpers and one. They'll even back up your save files a lot of the time. It's pretty cool. Yeah, this one you can transfer the ba- the the save files to and from the
0: from the cartridge, which is really nice. Oh, right on. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, according to the yeah. uh, Play Asia, for all collectors and retro fans, supports games for eleven legacy consoles, HDMI output, and seven twenty upscaling. Transfer original cartridge data into the SD card for a digital archive.
3: That's really cool. That's basically a cartridge dumper or something. I still need to get my hands on. I haven't got one yet. They're pretty nice, and what's great too
0: is like if you just take away the 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 part of it that actually scans everything in, the actual system is just like a little rectangle. That's all it is. Like it's not very big at all. So I love it. It lets me do what I want to do, and. I feel like it's a little bit better than the what is it, the Retron. I'm not a big fan of the Retron. Retrons I've
3: seen, yeah. I I don't use any clone consoles myself, but I am impressed how much better they're getting every year. But still no Nintendo (laughs) sixty (laughs) four. That I mean, that's because of the state of the emulation of Nintendo sixty four has been garbage for twenty years. Yeah. There was like there's there there was some software back in the early two thousands, I think it was called Project Sixty Four and one of the developers of it or something like that, like, hoarded or stole the source code and started trying to sell it instead of keep it open source and the whole community split and just never recovered. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just been, even today, like, emulating 64 games is bubkiss. Oh, just, that's rough. It, it's rough. It's so it's, hit or miss. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, I remember at one point, this was before, Eddie, before you joined Scrubverse, but there was uh I can't remember what system we were talking about, but it was a system that was coming out that was supposed to be for N64s uh, or N64 games. And uh, people were testing it on YouTube and all that. And one of the biggest things that you could see is... So in, in the first course of uh, Mario Kart 64, uh, there's like a Jumbotron that you go into a tunnel at one point, and that Jumbotron is doing some kind of... On a regular game, it would show you yeah. you know, up there. Yeah, it does. But in the... With the emulation, there's something really weird with that coding on that jumbotron. That that if you look at that and the emulation isn't correct, then you know the whole emulation of the thing isn't correct. Like it's insane how like just small things like that that can tell you like oh we gotta
3: fix it to where it emulates this properly. So have to forgive me. My cat is Mog is on my desk attacking me right now. So not worry. <laughs> I,
1: and 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 I I, and I tend to bring up Kitty. the cats as well because they are a big part of the stream.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah they are yeah. <laughs> for good or ill <laughs> I've got four myself so I feel you this little that. guy thinks that the mix 16 channel $500 mixer is his bed sometimes and it just freaks me out
0: <laughs> it's like please get off oh that oh my
3: god he's like turned on <laughs> phantom power before and like hit buttons and oh man it just <laughs> freaks me out every time
1: so great I know there's been times where I tune in and he's he's just right at the forefront like he's there yep. blocking you and nope. just this is my yeah <laughs> basically that's awesome that
3: is you awesome good biting me kitty I'm and you put have you on two you have yes. two
1: right now right yeah
3: yeah mog is the domestic short hair He just put stuff in your chat apparently yeah
0: <sighs> <laughs> i currently have four and then this one walked up to our uh this fifth one Walked up to our house and was really friendly. I was like, we can't get let it, you know, kick it out. And she's pregnant. Oh no. So <laughs> oh, we're no. about uh, Yeah, we're uh we're basically a cat kennel right now is what we're doing. Oh, that's so <laughs> scary.
3: It is. I live out in the country though, so I can get away oh, with okay. it. So. Oh, he's filling my Discord with numpad presses right now. This is great. There you go. <laughs> I
0: love it. That's great. I love cats. Now I
3: don't know if we if we finish on the rituals, we got
1: sidetracked with cat talk. <laughs> and other things.
0: Uh, uh,
3: but go ahead. I don't know if we did or not. I Let's see, what else do I do? I set up a playlist to start the stream every night. It's usually a couple songs, you know, two to four or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, pick some of those uh, station IDs, as I call them, to kick off the night. Um, and then go to camera and talk to chat. Here
2: we go. Uh,
0: now, with your music, let me ask yeah. you, it's just going to be a side little tangent. Uh, I have made it. DMCA is obviously like a huge deal on Twitch. Yeah. Always has been. Will be probably forever. I've actually gone through myself and like have done the research on what bands have actually said mm-hmm. it's okay to stream and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Is that how you compile your lists mm-hmm. or do you just have like a list? That's how you do your yeah, stream? Yeah, I got a okay, pinned cool. channel,
3: on my music channel on Discord that's just full of artists who are like, please play our music on stream, or you were allowed to. It was like, okay. Oh,
0: nice. Um, yeah, I mean, Eddie, that one Jonathan Young album that I shared with you mm-hmm. guys, that guy, he was like, if you're a streamer, I made an album for you guys. Message me, and I'll give it to you for free. Nice. And I'm just like, all right. And it's like really cool metal video game music. So
3: Yeah, I was talking about Trevelyan earlier. He just released an album on Bandcamp uh, last week, his first one. And he's same thing he's like i mean he's a streamer so he's like no i made this so streamers can play this on stream uh yeah. it's, it's like banging. t-pain did that yeah. too over two <laughs> over 200 beats he's just like you guys can use these in your youtube videos
0: in streaming if you ever get a strike on it i will personally stop the strike and i'm just like t-pain you're pretty cool he is pretty life. damn cool yeah <laughs> the dude is just the it. hero of the people man <laughs> he really is and i found out recently it's the the hip-hop community and the rap community did him real dirty but i talked about it on a previous episode i was watching on netflix they do they have this show called this is pop and there's an episode about auto-tune and he is like the forefront of it yeah he was doing um, that because he gets blamed all that well yeah and he wasn't even the first one to do it and everyone was giving him shit for it so but i could talk about music all day so i'll 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 get us back on <laughs> track. It used so. <laughs> to be a
3: huge part of my channel. I had like 15 Spotify playlists, various genres. Oh, I had subs could request songs. Oh man, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, I would take take breaks every hour or two for music. So oh, nice. I had this whole presentation going on, but you know the DMC ap- apocalypse basically happened, and well, I can't really use these anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, you're just like well. I'll listen to this off stream i guess yeah yeah
1: i remember when i first started streaming too i was like right at the cusp of that like right when it was ending or beginning i guess i should say uh the whole dmca stuff because i remember it was like maybe a month or two in and i was like yeah i can listen to metallica while playing some you know retro games or something like that and then it's just like nope not anymore and i was like oh well it's gone now oh
2: say, la vie can't
0: Can't play Rush when I'm playing Zelda anymore. So. Shoot, there's even
3: games that you shouldn't play now because of the same thing. That's that baffles it, me. It baffles me so much. Like GTA games, nope, yeah. don't do it. At least Guitar not with Hero. the music. Yeah, Guitar Hero Guitar Rock Hero. Band, nope. Yeah. Um, I was
1: uh, watching a streamer earlier um, who's playing Splatterhouse, the one that came out for the 360 back in 2010. I think it's what yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. And that uh, feature that game features music from like Lamb of God, Mastodon oh, wow. and like Five Finger Death Punch. So he's just like I'm just ready to delete this VOD because I'm sure it's going to get muted and DMCA'd and all that stuff and I'm like yeah most likely. And it's unfortunate, but
0: it's it's the same thing when I stream Brutal Legend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I love that game. It's not the there's parts of the game that are really good. There's other parts that are okay. But that whole thing is all like Judas Priest and Ozzy mm-hmm. Osbourne and all this other stuff. You're like, yeah, I can't stream this. Right. And if you don't stream it with the music, then it's not even like you got. It's a, one of those combinations where everything has to be together to enjoy the game properly, I guess you could right.
3: say. And it, it, get, it gets even worse than that. You have games like uh, Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core on the PSP. 60% yeah. of that soundtrack, at least, is owned by Warner Music Group. Because I guess a guy named some guy named Gact did the soundtrack. So if you play that game, almost your entire VOD's gonna get muted. Um, that's good to know because I was wanting to play that yeah, soon. Yeah, don't so. <laughs> don't stream that. I'm I'm sorry. Okay. Uh no, that's fine. That's <laughs> fair. fair. And more recently, and this is probably the most asinine example, there's tons of YouTubers who are getting um, takedowns or getting their videos blocked uh for earthbound on Super Nintendo by Sony of all people. Really? I wonder if Tragic got hit by some of that. Maybe. <laughs> if it was on YouTube, she might have. Apparently no, in the nineties. Apparently in the nineties oh, okay. Sony had the distribution rights to the Earthbound soundtrack, like the press CD. And oh, here, I didn't know here we that. are like twenty five years later, they're fucking taking down YouTube channels for it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's obvious it's some it kind doesn't. of automated bullshit. There's no way someone would do that like it just no like i i feel like if they actually like kept doing this they would get sued by nintendo themselves for trying to you know claim yeah. ownership over something that they don't have rights to so it's
0: it's a huge mess it's the it's the dumbass shit that we have to deal with as streamers who just want to play video games in front of people yeah
1: <laughs> which is which is wild too because like because of the whole dmca stuff there was a time where like a lot of the streamers basically became one. And what I mean by that, it's just like you had not only the same aesthetic and the same vibe, but now you're listening to the same playlist and the same music because you're don't want to risk any DMCA. You don't want to, you know, get your channel muted or taken down. So it, it was unfortunate, you know, it's uh, it sucks, but I'm just glad that there are people out there. There are artists um, like T-Pain, uh, the midnight, uh the ninja sex party that are like hey you guys can play our our music and you guys have no need to worry about it
3: yeah it's yeah it's we, nice. we need more of that i try to i don't too often play like synth wave or stuff like that sometimes but a lot of people have just basically fallen back to okay we'll play these synth wave bands or we'll play stream beats or pretzel rocks and most of all that music just sounds the exact same
2: mm-hmm yeah. So
3: I like epidemic sound, but I, I also just want to
0: like, I'm not saying that there's not good music right. on epi- epidemic sound, but I want to listen to some of the stuff I want to listen to. Yeah. Cause I'm going to be like, Oh, this song's cool. Well, I can't show anybody this song. So I yeah. mean, there's
3: ways around it now. It's still risky, but you know, I even had, I just don't want to deal yeah, with it. Yeah. Like you can do the whole like separate audio stream so it doesn't stay on your VOD, um, but you still, you know, live broadcasted music—you didn't technically have rights to, so yeah. So they could strike you if they that. could find evidence. Yes, they could. Yeah, and they um, will. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing. I try to play mostly video game music or remixes of video game music because it's so very. Yeah, I
0: was wondering because I watch a streamer called Barbarous King and he streams. Uh, he plays a lot of just straight up video game music, like yeah, you know, Streets of Rage two music, and I'm just like. I wonder, like, does the DMCA get... Does it get around the
2: DMCA no. on that, or... No,
3: it's technically the same. You're technically not allowed to do it. Um, you are not uh, allowed okay. to stream literally anything you don't have the rights to, including video Just games. Just that weird gray Including area. video games. But here's the thing. Game companies aren't going to come after you for that shit. Because it's free advertising for them. Yeah. So, game companies, almost all of them, not all of them, Atlas. Fucking Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> Almost all of them are behind streamers every step of the way because it is yeah. the, probably the biggest way to market your game today. Like Sega's big into that. Yes, yeah, Sega is great with that. They they know their shit when it comes to streamers and the 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 industry. Nintendo, on the other hand. Eh. They have... Mo- Nintendo has moments where it's like, all right, right on, Nintendo. You did the right thing. And then they just do something else the next day. One step forward, two yeah, back. it's yep. they, they can't figure it out yet. I feel like there's a disconnect in that company somewhere where they're just not communicating. Speaking of Nintendo
1: and everything that is retro, um, we do, your, your channel does emphasize mainly, if not pretty much everything that is retro on actual consoles and uh, hardware. Um, is there... A favorite console, or do you have multiple favorite consoles uh, in the retro
3: scene? Super Nintendo is probably my favorite. Hey, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Just, I mean, it's that's my favorite. It's nostalgia. Too. It really is. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "It has the best hardware and it does this right." It's, it's, it's <laughs> Super Nintendo. What makes the console good? The freaking games on it. Like, so, yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, if we look at the Vita, that's exactly what we can say about the yeah. Vita.
3: <laughs> I like I can play Vita games now that I have a PS T V, but I've been trying to find Vita games. And I don't mean like buy Vita games, I've just been trying to find what the system actually has and it's amounts to fuck all. Like, yep.
0: We got a buddy in MegaVisions that he he has almost the entire Vita library and it's not very big so (laughs) i wonder how many it's gonna be
3: only a couple hundred games at the most
0: yeah there's he's got a lot of imports that never made it over here to the states so you gotta you gotta count those in there too lots of hatsune miku games too
3: that's cool i I do like collecting games it's just expensive and space especially now especially now oh the retro market right now is garbage it's so bad a lot of that is driven by things that I tell people never to buy, which is reproductions. Yep. So, that and
0: that whole, what was the story of the Super Mario 64 cartridge, or the, what was sealed? it sealed? Yeah, sealed yeah. and graded. Mm-hmm. Sold for 1.5 million. I'm just like, oh, God, this is going to ruin the retro-
1: There, there <laughs> has to be more to that, too, because there was the other one, too. It was like Halo mass Master- the, the Halo... uh The first one for the original Xbox, sealed and graded, and that one sold for, like, what, 153K or something like that? It's just
0: like... I think it's some people trying to inflate it and make some... It's a select few in the collector's community. I I can't say any names because I don't know any names, but I feel like it's a select few that are trying to up the market to line their own
3: pockets. Could be, yeah. I mean, I think the repro companies are really the most egregious there, because they just flood the market with reproductions. And anytime yep. you try to find these games now, they effectively have some kind of monopoly going on. The visibility is what they're charging for their repros, so people think that the originals are worth that much or more. And and it's skewing yeah, everything. it's just pushing the whole market through a ceiling it should never have reached. Exactly. I wholeheartedly agree. Or it's money laundering. <laughs> that was that was the theory about that mario auction
0: yeah eddie's been watching a lot of the sopranos
3: like I, I have man so. i want my yeah i want my own
1: like you know a uh, strip club with you know
3: uh, meat business on the side yeah, you gotta, like, work, in cool. you gotta uh, work in waste management gotta work in waste management all
0: that stuff man yeah. yeah i own uh yeah a storage company all that stuff
1: <laughs> now do you have any uh i, is, I know you're big on zelda um, yeah aside from zelda is there any other like big uh uh franchises or or games that you really enjoy that like stick out for you
3: probably dragon quest games
0: nice that's a good series to be a, you got a lot of games so <laughs> oh man the spin-offs
3: alone there's tons of them what was that minecraft one that recently came out? oh dragon out? quest Those builders too yeah that yeah. that game was incredibly good i was so surprised I I put 100 hours of that on stream and then another 100 off because me and the community wanted to keep building stuff on my island. <laughs> That's awesome. That was
0: basically like your Animal Crossing. As well. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll be honest. Really
1: good. I've yeah. never played a Dragon Quest game. They've always looked good. They've always looked fun to me, but I've never came across and been like, all right. And I own two of them, um, which is the Heroes ones. Not even, I don't know, There's <laughs> not even oh. from like the main series ones, but like, you know, the Samurai Warrior clones.
3: Yeah, the Musou games. Yeah, I'm not big on those personally, because like Musou games, I don't know if you ever played them. There's like a billion, billion fucking things happening on the screen at once, and you're like, go over here, yeah. do this. Go over here, do this. There's so much on the screen, I miss things, and I, mean, I tried. I streamed a Muso game once, the Hyrule Warriors, actually the Zelda, yeah. one, the first one. And I was just constantly missing chat because there was so much going on in the game. Yep. I couldn't focus. Yeah. It was nuts. I can't say that.
1: Yeah, not only the battles that are going on, but, like, the characters are saying stuff. And you're trying to pay attention mm-hmm. to chat. And you're like, what's going on? Stop! Yeah. Just-
0: <laughs> that's why I, like, that's why I really, like, uh, I've been on a Super Mar- or the Mario, Col- Mario Golf Super Rush kick lately. And that just, I mean, it, it's a fun game. I'm, it allows me enough time to like catch up on chat and do all this other stuff. So it's I like it when you can find a game that has that nice balance in between both of them. But I don't think a Musa would be that at all. So,
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're going to play a DQ game, the first one I usually tell people is to play 8 or 11. 8 is the one that was on the PlayStation 2, right? Yeah, you want to play the U.S. version because it had a fully orchestrated soundtrack. And the voice acting is really good. Nice. There you go. Uh, but if you want more retro, I would recommend five on the DS or three on the NES. Or
0: three on the NES. It spans, it spans so many systems. Yeah, it's it crazy. Does.
3: It started in, I think, '87 on the NES, Dragon Quest. And then I ended up getting a copy because Nintendo Power, in their like, eighth or ninth volume, gave a free copy of Dragon Warrior to literally everyone who had a subscription to their magazine. And it wow. just blew up their popularity because everyone's like, we're going to get a free game if we get this, like a year of this magazine. Hell yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then we also get this cool ass magazine. Yeah. And it, they were great. Great magazines.
0: Yeah, definitely. Worth money nowadays, too. If yeah. you have certain
1: full sets with posters still in them and all that jazz. Yep, they go for money. Everything. And you could sell anything nowadays most of the time. You know what I mean? Yep,
0: yeah, basically.
1: That's wild. Now, was there a definitive moment that you had, Finn? Where you were just like, like, what got you into gaming? What was like the time you were just like, yes, this is what I enjoy doing, and I want this to be a part of my life.
3: Oh God, dude, I don't know because I've always done it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like four <laughs> when I started playing games, so yeah, I, I don't that. really think it's a very conscious, like, yo, this is gonna be my life. It was never really the point. It was just, <laughs> it was just a hobby forever that's turned into a career somehow. There you go. What was your first console that you owned? Uh, Atari 2600.
0: Yes. That's what we had, too. Yeah, I played uh, Asteroids. I could never beat Pitfall.
3: And Asteroids, Breakout, uh, Baseball, and Snoopy and the Red Baron. That was it.
0: (laughs) Oh, I remember that one, yeah. We had Space Invaders. We had... uh... I know we had Pitfall because I could never beat it as a kid, and I hated that game, but... What unfortunately, our Atari broke at one point. And it needed some part, and we had it for years. Just kept it in the attic, and then I went to a yard sale one day, found the piece. Yeah. I bought it, came home, and my mom was like, "Oh, I threw that out a long time ago." And I was just like, <laughs> "What?" Like I'm so mad because we had the carrying case of like 30 games too, and I was so mad. Oh, but no, yeah, that's uh, that's some of my video game sad story. So <laughs> now, um. I'm trying to think cuz I didn't have the Atari. I actually never
1: really ever played an Atari. I've seen them. But yeah. um and I've emulated some of the games and stuff like that, but the actual to play in that system, that wasn't yeah. I wasn't in that generation. I I grew up with a Nintendo. Right. Um and even then it was limited. Like I always tell people that like I didn't have the best of the Nintendo library growing up cuz mm-hmm. Super Mario was like the given one, right? I didn't play right. Super Mario mm-hmm. 2 till the Game Boy Advance version. Um, actually, I'm lying. No, it's the Super Nintendo, the Super Mario uh, All-Stars
3: All-Stars, one. yeah. The, yeah,
0: the All-Stars. And
1: game. So, like, yeah, my, Nint- my oh, Nintendo it's... collection at the beginning was, like, uh Super Mario Duck Hunt, Bugs Bunny's yeah. Birthday Blowout, Nightmare on Elm Street, <laughs> oh,
2: no. Double
1: Dragon, oh. yeah, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, Double Dragon, Ninja Gaiden, I knew of oh, Castlevania... I yeah. knew of Castlevania and Mega Man because my friend had it, but it's not because I had it. Um, Super Mario Brothers three and Batman the game.
3: Well, Batman is hard. So was Ninja Gaiden. Those you had some hard games, man. Yeah, I didn't, dude, I never, I've
1: never beat Ninja Gaiden. I've never beat Ninja Gaiden. Me um, I, I also have the TMNT one, the, the, the very hard one. That's the one the one that I yeah. used to have. Oh, um, never beat that one either.
0: Um,
2: either.
1: Batman, I just recently beat. Oh, nice.
0: I was wondering. I forgot if you beat it on stream. I did, yeah. I it was
1: tough. I, oh, dude, it was rough for sure. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, I went on this whole, uh, I, I wanted to do games that I hadn't beaten as a kid, and I started off with TMNT and gave up on that, <laughs> and then I started off with Ninja Gaiden, <laughs> and I was like, fuck this. And then Batman was like the only one where I was like, I'm gonna do it because I'm so close. <laughs> like I'm there already. <laughs>
2: so,
0: yeah, it's just it's your own personal personal thing you want to conquer. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, it, it felt good. It felt really good. <laughs> awesome, man. So,
1: Super Nintendo. Uh, mm-hmm. Was there any other other systems that like stood stood out to you? Like, I know Not a lot US of people one. like all oh, the PS One. Nice. Yeah. What are some of your favorite games for that?
3: Uh, if I'm see seven. Um, let me turn around. <laughs> and look at my games. <laughs> uh, let's see, Final Fantasy VII stands out. So does Tactics. Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, ho,
0: ho. And if he says one, if he says one game, and you know what game I'm going to talk, um, that I hope he's going to say, then he's going to be a friend of Striker. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> let's see, we
3: got uh, Breath of Fire Three was really cool. Um, yep. they mean a lot of RPGs. It's gonna be a lot of RPGs, yeah. I mean, I did really like Final Fantasy of- Eight and Nine as well. Like,
0: Nine's my favorite. Nine like is so underrated. Fa- so, it is. Are you a fan of Legend of Legend of Dragoon? Uh,
3: I have it. I played it back in the day. I only got to like disc two. I liked what I played, but I never beat it, and I need to beat it someday.
0: It's very. That's the. And we always get the question on our podcast. We get it every couple months, where it's like. If you could have one game that you would remake oh, that would be every it. time, yeah. I, yeah, we would. We always say, okay, our answer is Legend of, Legend of Dragoon, but let's pick
3: another one. So, <laughs> like that's yeah, that love ranks that up I love there. I would it. probably have. I, I a lot of the time I answer. I would have them do a remake of Breath of Fire three, but like they did with uh, Trials of Mana, the whole like full like animated, yeah. like three D mm-hmm. style. For Breath of Fire three, still basically the same yeah. game, but it just looks a lot better. Yeah. That's that's one of those games where this is how you do an old Super Nintendo era remake. They just yeah, I guess it'd be
0: a remaster
3: instead of a remake. Then, well, no, the Trials of Mana was a full remake. Oh, that is like true because compl- it, it used to be Seiken and Setsu three on the Super Nintendo, and it was just you know like a overhead two D action RPG, uh, yeah, like Secret yep. of Mana because it was Secret of Mana two sort of like, right. But yeah, the trials of mana, full 3d, fully voice acted. All the maps are basically the same layout, but they're all 3d now and they're all fully animated. So yeah. And they look beautiful. Yeah, that came, they, they did everything right with that game. Basically dragon would be a great candidate. I think actually my number one answer, if any game should be remade, it would be Xeno gears.
1: Yeah. That was the one on the original PlayStation, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think Chris would agree with that too. Like that, That's a game that a lot of people have never heard about, but they should totally play it. It's got the best
3: story I've ever seen in a game.
0: Yeah, it's for sure.
3: And it's unfinished.
0: (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) You're just like, you're
3: forever on the cliffhanger. No, (laughs) you get conclusion to the story, but okay, so imagine this, because this is Xenogears, and if anyone doesn't want to hear this, this is sort of spoiler territory, not really. But imagine you're playing Final Fantasy VII or some JRPG on PlayStation, right? You got, you know, you got all the the maps, the dungeons, the story, the characters, the towns, all that's good. You know, just the typical JRPG experience is happening, right? And then you get to disc two and everything is done in story vignettes except for some of the dungeons. So the story is complete in Xenogears, but there's none of the overworld stuff there's no npcs there's no towns uh, like it's just they just ran out of time so they had to just finish the game so the
0: it feels like uh, how dark souls 1 was like that dark souls 1 feels very like cohesive and on the like on the tracks and then towards the end you could feel it's very rushed because they just had to finish it and get it yeah,
3: done yeah yeah ds1 the whole once you get to that whole easily like the lava place everything is just yep okay <laughs> yeah it's just like all right this game was fantastic it's still yeah. good but i'm just like
0: eh. okay well there you go good stuff um i think
1: i'm pretty much uh out of questions on my end <laughs> uh cory is there anything that you wanted to talk about or uh, ask our good friend finn
0: I mean, we could sit here for four hours and talk about audio stuff, but I think we should do that at another point <laughs> in time later down the road. <laughs> for sure. But, I mean, I do have... Finn, do you have any questions
3: for us? No. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I asked easy, if you easy. needed me to bring anything, and you said no, and I didn't even put that thought into that. You know so.
0: what? You know what? You are correct. <laughs> that is... That's, uh, that's a slip up on our part, but no... Uh, No, I mean at this point uh, in the interviews, we usually like if you want to plug anything, go ahead and plug anything you want to go. You want to, so the the stage is yours. Right on.
3: Well, if anyone doesn't know who I am at this point, I am Phenomenon, full time content creator. You can find me on Twitch as a partner streamer. I also have a YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. the spelling is weird, so I think the uh, podcast, whatever it's just distributed, will probably have links or something like that, at least so you can see how the yeah. name is spelled. Um, but, yeah, I'm pretty much primarily a retro streamer with, uh, and RPGs, but I also dabble in D&D, and we're probably going to be finishing my Zelda marathon, if not tonight, tomorrow. So after that, it's just full dive into retro. Awesome. awesome. Right on, man.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, thank you, Finn. I really do appreciate it. Uh, you coming by and taking the time once again. I'm looking forward to hopefully doing this uh, sometime in the future. Uh, maybe we can do a live ap- uh, episode recording. That would be great. Uh, but it's, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. And I'm glad uh, we had the chance to get to know you a little bit more and what you and your channel are, are all about.
3: Right on, man. Thanks for having me on.